Christ, you people suck. Wow. Episode 704 for June 27th, 2022. Whew, and on the show this week we have Anthony. I am here. We have Ryan Wombat. I'm also here. And Drew will be joining us momentarily. Which means he is not here. Yeah, he's not here yet. He'll probably come late and leave early. That's That's the Drew way. That's, how, that that's the Chicago way. That's the Chicago way. I, I had, like, when I was looking up the dates for what the cutoff was for games coming out this week, I was like, holy shit, it's July. Yep. God. Time Isn't that is crazy? Flying. It's a flying, man. Like, I saw somebody tweet yesterday, six months to Christmas. I'm like, oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just recovered from Christmas. Yep. God, it's been a week. Yeah, I always have a, I always have a nice gauge because my my son's birthday is basically halfway between one Christmas and the next. Um, so, and my wife's is on the twenty third. So, whenever their birthdays happen, I always know that uh, we're past the halfway point to another Christmas. Oh my God! I just the uh, it's not it, it works out well for us because uh. Just about any time of the year when he wants something, we can say, why don't you just wait and get that for your birthday? Or why don't you just wait and get that for Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I feel that one. Because I, I get screwed because my birthday is the month before Christmas. So yep. like, you only get one choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, My wife's birthday is like four days before Valentine's Day, so that's a week for me. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, anyway, video games. Those are a thing. I mean, we got to do something to get off the shit from this week. Jesus Christ. Fuck, God. Yeah. All right. Uh, kick off with Anthony, who we just discovered can talk about the game, but I'm sure you'll do that last. So what else you got yeah, going on? I mean, what? Uh, it's like in, more Tomb Raider. Hey, look at that. Hey, Tomb Raider's um, a good game. It is. I, I just... What what am I gonna say about it? Uh, Laura Croft. 20, she doing some 22. raiding. Um. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I. Th- all I can say is that this shows me why I don't like um, Uncharted. Like perfectly. I I love the fact that between the big set pieces, there's just this semi open world. I mean, it's almost open world to explore. And like. Yeah, I I prefer that setup. I prefer having all this these options to increase my uh, 
ammo and my reload speeds and guns and there's a slight crafting element but for the most part it's just about like exploration um you know a metroid sort of setup which uncharted could do they just don't and i get it that's not the game that they want to make and that's fine it's just the reason why i do not like that game um i uh, got I, my i I, oh, I will i agree uh with that criticism i love uncharted but um, I think probably if they had some more of that in it, it would keep the last third of those games from always feeling kind of like a slog. Because um, yeah. I, I love those games, but they it the pattern becomes evident very quickly. Um, and I especially felt that way in the fourth one, where it, it, it becomes evident very quickly that it's like, oh, okay, I walked into this room and there's a whole bunch of sort of waist-high things. High walls, it means... Yeah. It means I'm going to fight people on the way through here and on the way back. Um, and I, I never feel it, that they're they're well, like they're always not explained well in those sections. <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's like the rubble has perfectly gone down to waist high. Like all right, um, like because even in those sections in Tomb Raider, it's like yeah, that's where the bad guys have moved in and moved crates of their shit. For the most part, it's like. You know you're about to get. You also know you're about to get into combat because Lara like sinks down a little bit, so she's a smaller target, um, and yeah. pulls out a weapon. I I don't know. I like those games. I I like. I think they do the Uncharted stuff better. I mean, obviously though, Tomb Raider doesn't go around the world in a story. They only stay in one area. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I do think one of, one of my favorite ironies uh, in gaming history is the fact that when Uncharted came out, it clearly was heavily influenced by Tomb Raider to the point that they started calling it du- uh, Dude Raider. Um, and then by the time it was time to reboot Tomb Raider, they rebooted it in the style of Uncharted. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it makes um, sense. And yeah. yeah. I, I don't have any history with Tomb Raider. Oh man, Lara I remember. Croftis. I remember playing that first game uh, with a buddy of mine on weekends in between school, and just like some of the obscurities of those core design games were outlandish. Yeah, yeah. I played a lot of. I played the first one, but I played a lot of uh, the second one on PC with a friend of mine. We would basically take turns uh playing levels or playing until we died and then we would switch off to to the other person um and i I love the second game yeah those first three games were so they were so new as far as design goes but like i'm sure you remember the counting your steps backwards to make the jump oh yeah lining up with the polygon just it was such a weird thing yeah definitely Uh, so another thing that, uh, I played a bit of, um, have I talked about an Ardu Boy before? What, who? Ardu Boy, I should say, is probably how it's pronounced. I don't think I've ever heard of this game. It's not a game, it's a small little device, it's about the size of a credit card, and is maybe, uh, a little over a quarter of an inch, actually probably just a quarter of an inch, maybe under, um, wide and it's like a small gaming system 
Uh, I have an original one, which could only hold one game on it. Um, but last uh, uh, Black Friday, uh, he released more of the RG Boy FX, which has a bigger memory. So he has a whole bunch of games pre-installed on it. And it's a... I think... Um, what's that device called from uh, Panic? Um, the one with the crank. Oh, oh, okay. yeah! I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, think of that, but obviously much smaller, and it's got a Game Boy sort of setup. Uh, there's no start button, but you have your like two little face buttons, and then like a D-pad. Play like date. I said, it's tiny. That's what it was called. Playdate. Yeah. So this kind of this predates the Playdate by a long shot. It has a backlit screen too, which is kind of funny when it's so small. Um, but yeah, so I got the Ardu Boy FX, and it has a bunch of pre-installed games, so I was kind of taking a look around it, and they're sorted by, like, genre, so there's, like, an action and an adventure, so I went down to adventure, and I don't know who made it, uh, but there's a game called Catacombs of the Damned, and by, let me see here, uh, James Howard, and all I'm gonna say is, so this, these are, like, one-bit games, so, like, the graphics are all just black and white, there's no... Uh, color to them um and they all vary in quality because it's all like nobody makes money off of Ardu boy games it's like more for experimental stuff this dude made a first person shooter and it's some of the most fluid motion i've ever seen on, on like an old school like wolfenstein sort of shooter like you you kind of lean when you turn around corners and i'm just impressed that it can pull off like 3d graphics on this level this little, like, credit card-sized device. It I'm just kind of blows my mind. I'm watching a of it right now. Just... It's kind of insane. Yeah, I'm and watching it. It looks like Wolfenstein. Yeah, what's insane about this, though, is, like, you don't have to buy one of these devices to play the games because the the guy who makes the Ardu Boys made an emulator for them, too, because that way you can test games out on your PC before you put them on. And, uh... He allows people that don't have one to play those games as well. It's all just about, like, a community of people that want to play video games for fun and make video games for fun and stuff. Um, I don't think he... Like, I think it's it's under 100 bucks. It's, like, maybe $80. If you've seen the, like, the credit card size, like, Tetris, the micro-arcades, and, like, GameStops and stuff, that's, I believe, the same guy. But um, like the real setup. question is, is can you get this on a Tiger Watch? I mean, <laughs> no, but, like, I wouldn't be surprised if one day he decides to just build an, a, a watch version of the Ardu Boy for fun. It's it's based off an Arduino, and the did, Arduino did chips see, are very flexible. Speaking of that, Ken, did you see the um, the Lego monitor that <laughs> somebody built that can play Doom, or that you can play Doom on? Holy shit. So what it, is, awesome. is, what it is is uh, the guy took a old camera... Um, like an old video camera, and the way that video camera would show you the feed is actually show you like an image, so you weren't seeing through the lens. Um, right. you were seeing like a small screen, and the guy figured out that you could take that screen and push it inside a Lego block. <laughs> so a clear Lego block allows you to see through. It's like black and white only. I'm pretty sure too, and like the resolution is 
god awful. But yeah, he could run Doom through that screen and then <laughs> make it look like um, a guy is playing Doom. A Lego guy is playing Doom. So this is crazy. I'm sure man. someone will try to do make a small little Lego arcade and push little screens on, uh, behind each block. That would be pretty neat. I mean, it wouldn't shock me. Like, I thought about it when I was shopping for fridges this week. I was like, I should get the one that plays Doom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah course, do, you, do, you, do you fire by slamming the door closed? I don't know. Like, <laughs> the, my son was all about it, too. He's like, I can play video games in the fridge. And, like, of course, I'm like, why would you want to play those at the fridge? You can go play them on the TV, and here I am. Like, yeah, I totally play Doom at the fridge. Yep. My, my, my son wants one of the television, or one of the fridges that has a television in it for the same reason. Yeah, like, why, why would you want to so play? Not so he can play, not so he can play Doom, obviously, but so he can play video games. So why would you want to play video games on a fridge? And I was sitting here going to myself, because like, I totally you can. Do that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the last game I'm reviewing, uh, I wrote my review for Wonder Boy. The lowest review I've given anything. Look out for that. What'd you um, give it? <laughs> yes. Uh, a five. Uh, oh, no, that's way too high. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I'm tired of that company doing shitty things. I gave them a I gave them a nicer score on the fucking uh, Space Invaders thing after they got people to double dip, and this time I just wasn't playing nice anymore. Uh, not yeah. enough people are calling them out for being shitty and getting trying to force people to double dip on their purchases, um, and then not the, and them not being um, upfront about how the version that has less games is being published by the same the sister company of the one that's publishing the full collection. Because um, even then, they're like our friends over at Strictly Limited. It's they're not your friends. They're not your friends at all. They're the same fucking company. It's like, how you. dare you? It's my yeah, you. I am my best friend. You don't. It's know. like that that Twitter meme, the the picture of the guy where it says laughing, and my friends are all standing just out of frame laughing too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm unimpressed, and uh, I, it's 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 unfortunately one of the few times I'll admit like the score. I'm pretty sure I just straight up tell people to emulate. Like at that point, like if you buy, there, there's other ways to play this. And when you're not making, I'm just gonna go on the rant now, I guess, because uh, I've started. If you're just reissuing old games and not really putting any work into it, then as far as I'm concerned, you didn't make the game. You are just buying a license to resell someone else's work, and I don't think you deserve the money for it. So if people aren't willing to pay, then you don't really have anything to say. Like, you can't say anything about that. You just own the rights to resell it. But, like, emulation has existed for over 20 years now. Um, not sure exactly when it became a bit more mainstream. But, like, if if the emulators from 10 years ago are on par with the emulator you're using now, like, why the fuck would anybody buy your product? Why should they buy your product? Um, you know, so when I look at the old Wonder Boy collection on the, uh, or sorry, Monster World collection, technically, because it doesn't have the original Wonder Boy, um, 
on the Xbox that I mentioned previously, um, for $10 that's playable on every Xbox since the 360. Um, you know, M2 did the emulation. And, like, yeah, you know, they have some misses where that's just kind of a port. But, like, they always try to do something interesting. And in that one, they were like, we're going to make challenges for this game. And we're going to implement achievements. And, like, I know that sounds minimal, but they're at least giving you some reason to play the games again if you own them or if you've played them before. Uh, this doesn't have that. And, like, I know it sounds so minimal, but, like, all of the games that you play have the same border around it. And you can't change the border around the video game that you're playing. So, like, there's just this generic Wonder Boy collection border around every game. When you play the M2 version, if you're playing Monster World 4, they give you the Monster 4, World 4 border. Uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World, they're giving you the Wonder Boy and Monster World border. And, like, that sounds minimal, again, but, like, that's a little bit more effort being put into it than just dropping ROMs in an emulator and selling it. Um, because the, the other thing is, they don't have to actually do any work to get the uh, Master System Wonder Boy to work because Genesis could just play... Master System games. There was no extra hardware. You just had to reconvert, uh, like you had to put where the pins were going. That's all that the base converter did. So it's not this difficult thing to do. If you have a working Genesis emulator, you're done. Like just drop the ROMs in and sell it. Um, and then the fact that they're selling it for so much, like for for a neutered product, I, I yeah, I just I had my my share of their bullshit and. Uh, I talk about that in my review, because I'm going to be honest with you, the review just starts off with like, hey, these games are fine, but like, this is, why would you, why would you pay to play them? <laughs> Sons of bitches. At this point. And it sounds shitty, but like, all I felt over the last week was like, wow, everybody that says they're game preservationists are full, full of shit. It's, it's, it's like everything else in this world, it's just all about capitalism, like, hey, so people are willing to pay for these games, so like, we're going to, we're going to sell them. Like, Limited Run doesn't do that shit anymore. They don't wait for games to be finished so they have all the DLC or patches on it. They don't, they're selling games before they're even fucking out. Um, I mean, all their, all their, uh, contemporaries, all of Limited Run's contemporaries, same shit. They're like, they, they don't give a fuck about saving these, so the physical games are fucking pointless. Um, the, like, I hate to say it, but, like, Night Dive just released Blade Runner, and it's a worse version than what existed previously. <laughs> I checked that out. That was that was done by fans for free, and then sold. Like, all this effort went in. Um, like, the Sonic Collection, like... I saw thing. the, I saw so the all... comments from Stealth, uh, that he's not very so, happy. So, so, so Stealth... Stealth is a fucking genius who who I I am irritated that Sega keeps sort of undermining his influence, um, because they put out shitty ports of Sonic on. I mean, they 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 didn't make it. Backbone did, but like Backbone's version kind of sucked for the iOS, and Stealth said I can make something better and proved it, and they gave it to him. And then Stealth also worked on Sonic Mania, and did an amazing game. And they just keep going, yeah, but... And it's like, no. Stop pretending you know better. You don't. 
like this guy works to be like this guy and his company um uh taxman also is another person that does a lot of good work um on this sonic stuff like they know better um it's it's irritating that like all these people like because the night dive thing pisses me off because they've talked about reverse engineering this game and then it comes out and they do good work normally and this seems to be a complete bust and it's like what happened so it's just as of late i've just been like you know fuck the game's preservation like i agree with games preservation no one's doing it like at this point like i'm i'm just i'm not feeding into this nonsense of like well you know i'll have it forever no you won't just i'm going to buy shit digitally at this point you know unless it saves me money to buy physical i'm not buying physical it's just a bunch of shit i have to move and it's like none of this stuff is well, nobody's working very hard to keep this stuff so it's actually, you know, usable in 20 years. Welcome to the dark side. Yeah. I love my physical media, but I can understand your point. Oh, hey, man. I, I tell I'll you still buy so... CDs, and I'll still buy movies physically. They can't change anything about that. I but store... a video game can change huge amounts, so it's like, eh. I stored all of my, my Blu-rays in the garage because I, I went full digital. But I kept them in case I needed to convert them because I plan to convert them to digital. And the other day, I don't know why, but they all just fell. Like the boxes fell over. So, like, my garage was just a floor covered in Blu ray discs. <laughs> <laughs> why do I own Avatar twice? <laughs> I, I forget what the uh, my son was like going around picking them up. He's like, oh, look, Rocky, Star Wars. Like, this, like oh, picking up all the God. stuff. I'm like, you don't even like these movies. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about a good video right. game. Yeah, so I've started up Phobia, which is a new game that's coming out. And my review won't be done probably for Embargo, but it'll be a day or two after. Um, I don't like horror games. I'm enjoying myself with this one. Uh, it is a lot of puzzles so far. Um... And like I don't, I don't want to go into it too much. But basically, I'm in a hotel, and shit has gone down. Um, and there's just a lot of really smart things that the devs have done. This seems to be their first game. They're from Brazil. Um, the Brazil. English voice acting is uh, pretty impressive. Uh, I don't find it like it's not the best voice acting, but it's not. I like a, oh my god what am I listening to um sort of voice acting it's like very sort of um realistic I guess like you know you I think we we um like most voice actors that you hear in video games that they, they're acting so it doesn't sound realistic these sound like people so like at some points I'm like this is not how it should sound, but it's like how it should sound and what it would actually sound like are two different things. Um, so like it, it's a pretty well done uh, voice acting um, so far. The the only thing that's kind of stood out is the stiffness of the people when I like uh, you meet the uh, concierge or whatever he is um, when you enter the hotel and. The animation on him is a bit stiff, like he doesn't look realistic, but the rest of the game is beautiful looking. Um, it's a first-person horror game. 
It's clearly got a big emphasis on puzzles. It feels a bit like a mix of Resident Evil and Silent Hill because there's a lot of mind tricks that they play. Um, you get a camera that can see through time. So you are like in the present and then you pull the camera up in first person and it has like a night vision look to it and you can see into the past. So you're constantly pulling the camera up to double check to make sure the room is, uh, doesn't have anything else going on in it. Um, and it opens up different passageways of walls that have been put up more recently. Um, and like, I don't know, there's just this really well done horror atmosphere. And I hate jump scares because normally there's just this big loud cacophony of sound and, and, and imagery. And it's like, Oh, of course I'm going to react. Like, that is just an instinctual thing that I'm going to do, uh, in response. Uh, a good jump scare is like understated. It's a sudden surprise and it doesn't make a lot of noise. And they've done that a bunch. Now, there are a couple of like, you know, standard sort of jump scare things, but I, I know that's going to happen, like, in most horror games. But then a lot of the time they're not doing that. And that always impresses me that they're like holding back on themselves. Like it's a, it's so easy. Like that's that's the whole scare method of um, Five Nights and Freddy's, right? You just don't want the jump scare is really what it is. But I, I use Five Nights at Freddy's because there isn't much else to the game other than like sitting there and waiting for a jump scare and trying to avoid it. Um, but I'd argue that the more interesting moments are when you're seeing characters go across the camera and. That's what they've chosen to do with this game is like, we're going to scare you through the other things, not the, the up like we're going to play tricks in the background. Like there's this one moment where I'm walking down a hallway and I've already, it's from the end I came from. So I walked down the hallway, grabbed some stuff at the end of the hallway, turned around. And when I turn around, there's like fire at the end of the hallway, which was there when I came through, I kind of went around it through a room. And I can see someone standing down at the other end. So I'm like, okay, that's not good. So I start walking towards them. I'm like, maybe they'll move away. So I start moving towards them. But they've done something with the, the, the layout, which requires me to move a bit to the left and kind of go around something. And when I move to the left, the view of the end of the hallway is just obscured enough. Like, I can still see to the end. And as I come around, that person is no longer standing there. It's that type of shit that makes me really happy. Um, like, I'm just like, yep, that's the type of stuff I like. Uh, the puzzles have been well done. They're not, like, the most difficult puzzles, but there's some neat stuff going on. Um, having to, like, rotate objects to look at pieces to get the clues and all that stuff. Um, I haven't gotten to combat yet. I have come across some creatures, though, who attacked me. And I wasn't too pleased with them for that. Uh, they're spidery looking things. Um, the intro sequence is really well done. The tutorial. Uh, it's its own separate part that leads into the main game. And yeah, I'm just kind of impressed with how... How... Uh, do I, I don't want to say triple A, but how more impressive this is than most indie horror games. Like... You know, I would expect, like, the graphics to take a hit. And I guess the people not looking 
the most realistic is is part of it. They, they they look realistic, but you can tell they kind of stand out in comparison to the world that they've designed. Like how much detail everything has. Um, the lighting effects. The only my only complaint, my really only complaint so far, is that the lighting effects are really good to the point where they really want to show them off. So they just sometimes have the lights dim completely as the power kind of flickers through the building. And it's not like anything's happening in those dark moments. I'm just kind of sitting there going, really wish I could fucking see. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really impressed so far with uh, what they're doing. Like, already, already I feel kind of the other horror game I've reviewed was Resident Evil 2 Remake. And I'm already getting a sense that this uh, this developer, this team, wants to do the same thing that Resident Evil did with the police station, where I will become familiar with the setup uh, of the of the building um, and how I navigate through it. Because like already, I've gotten to a point where it's like, yeah, you need a key card or something here, but I don't have it. So I'll have to come back later. I'm really, oh man, even, even the, so the save system in this, I thought was ingenious. Um, this was before the, the, the camera that can kind of see through time was brought up. But like, how you save is there's special clocks in the game and you just sync your stopwatch to it. Or your, um, is it a stopwatch? Pocket watch, whatever. Um, you sync it to the the clock because they explain like yeah it'll bring you back to that point in time and I'm like well that explains why you'd lose your progress by going back to the save point you are going back in time to that moment where you saved I, I I thought that was just a neat explanation for things there's clearly some paranormal stuff but also some sciencey stuff like they they seem to have clearly uh, a love for Resident Evil and Silent Hill. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really impressed with it so far. I'll have more to say about it, uh, probably next weekend. Cool. Anything else? No, got nothing else. All right. Uh, that's Phobia. Was it, uh, Saint Dinfa? F-O-B-I-A. And then, yeah, Saint Dinfa. So, another thing is, like, because they're Brazilian, it's clearly taking place in another country. All the voice actors are, are just, like, American. Um. Merc! But... Or, or have an American accent. Um, but, uh, you'll see, like, all the documents in game are written in, uh, Portuguese, I believe. So. It's twenty nine yeah, ninety nine out this week. Uh, I will play more and let you know if it's worth it, but so far, I'm, I'd say 30 bucks for this quality is, uh, almost low. <laughs> Alright. Excellent. Well, since Drew hasn't shown up 30 minutes in, I'm going to move on to the Wombert. Uh, yeah. So, um, I played a couple things this week. Um, first and foremost, the thing that I'll talk about is uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. Ah, yes. Uh, which I played with my son. Uh, we haven't finished it yet, but we put a decent amount of progress in it. Man, that game's awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, it's... Um, it's a nice little love letter to all the old TMNT beat 'em up, uh, and I'm so as someone who has always been a huge fan of beat 'em up games, 
uh, I am so glad that we seem to be getting a resurgence of them. Uh, and I, it gives me hope that some of my favorite beat-em-ups will get remakes uh, at some point. Uh, hopefully done by the same folks. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I would love to see a... Uh, I would love to see a remake of, of King of the Dragons in the uh, Streets of Rage 4 art style. I think that would be awesome. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, the, the long way to say I love that game. It's great. Uh, most of what I played this week is Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> I have played a lot of Elden Ring. Uh, I am uh, thirty, almost 38 hours in, um, level 74. Um, last night I beat, um, Radon and Godfrey's Golden Shade. Uh, this morning already I beat Morgot. Um, so I'm making my way through. Um, I think I'm probably, I think about halfway through all the mandatory bosses. Um, but I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of bosses left that I have to fight that I haven't fought yet. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm enjoying it. I, I'll say, um, I think I was probably the right level for Radon. Um, he was not all that difficult. And I've heard a lot of people say that he was the toughest boss that they fought. Um, he was, I'll say, um, tough, but not overly tough. Um, I, I'd say, I was probably maybe a little bit underleveled for Godfrey, um, but I was able to take him down um, thanks to the weapon that I have as well as I've got the Mimic Tier summon, which lets me basically summon a copy of myself. Um, and uh, I'd say I was weirdly, even though you have to fight God, Godfrey to get to uh, Morgoth, I'd say I was probably about the right level for him. So. Um, I haven't. I'm, I've, I was afraid that I would g- get myself over leveled because of my tendency in games like this to um, sort of get distracted by every side path that presents itself. Um, but that doesn't seem to be the case so far. I'm level seventy four, like I said, and making I think pretty good progress towards the end. Uh, and that game is, yeah. I mean, it's this game is amazing. There's not much else for me to say about it that everybody else hasn't already said, but. Um, the game is tremendous. Indeed. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, Drew's still not here, so I guess I'll go. I did a bunch of shit this week, um, mostly little stuff. I went through, so like Anthony last week, you went through the Steam demos. I went through the Xbox demos and played a few of those. I'm not going to go too deep into them, although I just discovered a new demo that I hadn't seen before, and uh, I don't know. Wombat, this might be up your alley, but there's a Warhammer game called Warhammer 40,000 Shooters Blood and Teeth. Okay. And it looks like a animated side-scrolling shooter, and it looks kind of rad, so I'm going to download that today. Um, I did okay. not see this demo when I first started going through. So the ones that I did check out, I checked out Metal Hellsinger. I don't remember if I talked about this before. This is the... Uh, first person shooter where you attack to the rhythm of the songs and the songs in the game are like super death metal stuff. Like I think, I think one of the bands in is like Lamb of God and, and I know Serge from 
System of a Down does a song, but basically it's a first-person shooter where you've got like this note highway going across your your reticle that is moving to the beat of the music, and if you attack at the beat of the music, then you do like extra damage, and you also have to reload um, to the beat of the music. Uh, and it's I want to say that I like the concept and I like the idea of it, but if you know with these new fangled TVs, if, like, your timing is off, it's it gets really frustrating. And when you break a rhythm streak, it, like, breaks the game. And it's just like, okay, this is a cool idea, but I get frustrated, and then I basically just make it worse and worse. So, um, this was a, this is a game that was very interesting to me. I did not download it because I'm not a point-and-click guy, but I think, Anthony, you should go check this game out. It's called Brock the Investigator. And it looks like a Saturday morning cartoon, but it's the first time I've ever seen a game described as a point-and-click beat-em-up. I'm wondering if this is... It's the oh, alligator wow. guy. Holy shit, it, it, it does look like a fucking beat-em-up. Oh yeah. my god, the way he walks? Yeah, that, but it's a point-and-click game. It's... Uh, yeah, it's a very weird... Yeah, I don't like. I saw it and I was like, maybe I'll check it out at some point. But I was like, this is totally an Anthony game, so you should you should go check that out. Um, I still have to play. I still have to play later. Uh, later Gator or later Alligator or whatever. It's um, also a point and click game with Gators. That's why I was looking to see if they were the same company. I was like, what a weird scenario where they be two people like alligators, man. Um, uh, the next game I checked out was Lost Ruins. It's a side-scrolling game. Um. Pixelated. It's okay. The jumping feels a little off. Uh, Tinykin uh, is a continuation of like, hey, indie devs are getting tired of waiting on a game that they want to play from their youth, so they're just going to make it. Uh, Tinykin is essentially Pikmin, ah. and it's uh, think of like Paper Mario art style, where the character is a two D flat shape, but he moves around in a three D world. That's the kind of look of the game. That's been becoming really popular uh, popular lately. Because um, Bug, Bug Fables did just Paper Mario, but then um, Demon Turf is very similar, where it's a flat character in a 3D world. Yeah, that's what Tinykin is, except this one's a Pikmin game. So. Tinykin. Give me a second. I think I might... Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I think I tried to play this on a Steam demo, and, and it just didn't... Didn't load or something like that, or didn't have time for it. Well, it's on Xbox, Holy shit. so you can go check it out. I love the. Uh, I don't. You know what? I think I may have just seen a video of this. That that is. I kind of love the art style that you're in a big, a big world, but you're tiny. Yeah, that's exactly what. It is. Also, one complaint I have about it is the jumping feels weird. Like you have a jump and then you have like a glide, and the game design is is to the point where if you don't do it perfectly you're going to miss the platform. Like, the tutorial level, I had to make this jump, like, four times because I, I, the timing and stuff just didn't feel good. And if you didn't do it perfect, you would not make the jump. So that was a little frustrating. Um, the next demo I tried was fucking massive. It was, like, 38 gigs for a demo. Um, it's called Broken Pieces. And I was gonna say, is it, is it called is it called abandoned? No, no. I actually played this. Uh, this is <laughs> essentially. It feels like a, a Resident Evil style game from that era, 
where you're in a third-person camera, but it's fixed cameras, you can change the perspective by tapping, like, the left bumper, and it'll change the perspective of which way you're walking. Um, I don't think it's horror. I think it's more sci-fi, because, like, at the beginning of the game, I was walking past these, like, ethereal things hanging from the ceiling that you could look at. Um, But it is very much a search items, pick up items, um, third-person combat kind of deal. And actually, I'm interested in it. I'll check it out when it comes out. But, yeah, it's like a 38-gig demo, which was a little much to swallow. I'm looking at it now. It, it I don't know how to describe it. It kind of looks like you took the Resident Evil sort of um, design. But we're like, I really like the game control. Yeah, it's definitely a lot brighter and more colorful than... Because I'm looking at a screen where the female protagonist is like got her hand on the ground doing some weird magic shit there's some weird guys in the background and then there's fucking whales flying through the sky so it's death stranding a mix of all three (laughs) sure some bricks floating around some sort of pillar in the water um i will definitely i will definitely check this game out when it comes out fully i think it's i think it's interesting yeah, it's kind of fascinating. The game I heard so much about that I was dying to try when they put the demo up on the Xbox is Severed Steel. I have never played it, um, and I hear a lot of people talk about how good it is on PC. I don't think I care for it. It's a first-person shooter, but it's like it's got like that Super fish fast. eye. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's, well, I think that helps make it feel faster. Too. Yeah, it's, it's got that fish, fish eye, eye view, and like your character feels like they're almost floating at times. Like I just. I don't know that I well, care for do, how it plays. It's it's um, Mirror's Edge mixed with, but like Doom Eternal, where you're required to do the Mirror's Edge stuff. You're jumping through windows and killing guys as you're sliding on the floor. It's Vanquish, Mirror's Edge, Doom Eternal. Yeah, I don't think I cared for yeah. it, but maybe the final version would be good. Um, I checked out Wave Break, which was initially a Stadia game that eventually came to Switch, which is now on Xbox. It's essentially Tony Hawk. If you were a animal in a boat, sort that out in your brain, you get the idea. You weren't an animal in a boat in Tony Hawk? No, no, absolutely not. Well, maybe you make boring characters and character creator, but sure, suck, I was. Alright, the last game I'm going to tell you about, you should go play it, and I'm super excited for when it comes out. It's called Terror of Hemosaurus, and it's fucking Rampage with Physics. It's 2D. Um, the story of the game is that um, the world is dying because of, of global warming. Shocker, shocker. Um, so the people in the future go back in the past and awaken these giant monsters to basically destroy humanity. And it is just, it's just rampage. It is literally just rampage. You climb buildings, you break them down, you eat people. This game is amazing. You should go check it out. And I think that's all the demos that I checked out on this. Some of them, I, you know, I'll open them up and it'll say roguelike deck build some shit and I just don't download it. So, that's the way to do it. But I'm going to check out that uh, Shooter's Blood and Teeth game from Warhammer because I think it looks red. So I'm going to check that out today. Uh, Alright, so that's all the demos I played. Welcome, Drew. You finally made it. Yeah, I made it. <laughs> 
took we're, forever, but I made it. I was going to say, we were starting to wonder if you were actually going to make it. So I'm just going to finish oh. up. Oh, uh, to, to say why I'm I'm late is because we went to the grocery store. And asked. And, and, well, I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> um, so I went to the grocery store, and uh, my wife wanted to get some wine. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some beer while I'm here. Oh, fancy you. Yeah. And, um, well, uh, Georgia state law, you cannot sell alcohol until what we thought afternoon on Sundays. No, it's after 1230 on Sundays. Oh, so you had to wait. So we took all our groceries home, drove back to the store, and then picked up the rest of our shit. You really wanted that alcohol, huh? I, I really wanted to get drunk. Hey, well, then get drunk. There you go. After waiting in a grocery store that long, I can't blame you. Yeah, for real, right? Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to go through these. I'll get to the indies in a second. I played Fall Guys because it's free now. That game's all right. My son and his friends played the snot out of that. That thing is tough. That's not bad. I don't know how long I'll play it, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, I played it on PlayStation when it went free on PlayStation. uh, And... I thought it was fun. Yeah, I, I could see myself playing that every now and then. Um, I, I forget. I think I made it to the third round in the first match I played. But it's fun. I, I thought it was neat. It went free to play and they took it off Steam. That's funny. Well, they are owned by Epic, right? That developer? Yeah, but they weren't going to take it off Steam. Well, you know did. what? Nana Nana Boo Boo, they took it off Steam. Because it's it I don't I don't know if you have a PC and you don't have both Epic and Steam installed I, okay it's just a different app you got four hundred apps on your phone why the fuck do you bitch about having two apps on your PC yeah because I don't have four hundred apps on my phone uh, you're... that's that's a you problem you need to fix that why would you have four hundred apps most of them I mean I got at least anyways what's wrong with you I got at least. 10 fast food apps. I don't know what you're talking about. 10 finance apps. Of course you do. Delete some of those. (laughs) Eat healthier. God damn you. Motherfucker, I gave up sugar. I have zero fast food fucking apps. Anthony, I want to tell you something. Which is the normal amount for people. You shouldn't have fast food apps. Stop giving them your data. Motherfucker, I gave up sugar and I work out. What do you do? That's right, I work bitch. out at work. Oh, and don't know. Fast food as much as you. Don't give me this shit. I lift windows all day. What do you got to say for yourself? You sit at home. Your office is at home, Ken. You just show this. Windows jealous. all day. Yeah. Car windows. I did that shit yeah, in my know, in my younger years. So you, I worked. I, I moved up. Yeah. You have apps. Like, do you have, it's like if I went through your contacts app and you had, like, a saved contact for your local, like, Papa John's. That's exactly what it is. It's weird. I had all that shit in my phone. It made it easier oh, than calling it. Oh, my God. Who the fuck cares if it's in there? It, it takes up no space. It's not like if you have a limit. Like, you can only have 40 phone numbers in your phone. Who cares? You don't have a limit in the number of phone numbers that can be in your phone. Not that I'm I aware do, of. No, I don't think I don't think anyone reaches it. Just because you don't have enough friends to reach it, don't mean nothing. Well, but it's like my phone. You got. You got to. I got to make space people. for your ass. Because then they tell you that you they have the fucking app saved, uh, so you can get McDonald's at any time. 
You can get McDonald's anytime without the app. Remember when uh, Remember when Xbox Live had a friend's limit? Oh, yeah, it was like 99 people or something? Yeah. Man. Gonna... You have to be super selective about who you added to your friends list because it's like... Dude, Man, I, I don't have enough friends. I have too many friends to add you. I'm going to be real honest with you. I haven't added a friend to my friends list in probably five years. Oh, same. The <laughs> only <laughs> friends that have been added to my friends list on Xbox Live are my son's friends. Yeah. I don't even have that account anymore. It's not even my account anymore. It's my son's account. I noticed that your gamer picture changed. I was like, that's totally not him. No, yep. I don't <laughs> play on that. Uh, I don't play on that account anymore. That's 100% my son's account. It's so and funny. And I have my own. It's so Although funny. my own doesn't have its own Xbox Gamer Pass or Game Pass or anything. It's so funny when I log on and I see you're online all the time. You're always in a party with multiple people. I was like, that's not him. That's Definitely not, not him. <laughs> nope, not me. Definitely not. Uh, all right. I, I, I wasn't all that huge into playing with other people when I actually had friends that wanted to play uh, multiplayer games. So... It's. I mean, it speaks volumes that all of us played the shit out of TMNT and did not find the time to play together. Yep. That's funny. Uh, I did. Now, hold on. I, I yeah, you and I did one time. Yeah. I downloaded it and didn't play it. Come on. Give me some credits. Jesus, Anthony. Come on, man. It's, it is very good, Anthony. I want to. Oh, it's not because I, it's not because I don't want to. It's just because of time. No, I know that feeling. Um, I downloaded that Naraka Blade Point. Because it said it had a campaign on Game yep. Pass. I didn't even make it to the tutorial before I was like, this game ain't for me. <laughs> yeah, my son also downloaded it, but I haven't heard whether or not he said it was any good. I mean, I'm sure it's good for a lot of people, but like, I was playing it, and some of the stuff in the tutorial, I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. Alright, uh, I think that's it. Oh, I just want to say that this is the last, maybe tonight will be the last time I play Overwatch 1 for a while. Uh, oh. The beta starts tomorrow for Overwatch 2. So I will be playing that until that ends. Um, oh, I had one other big game. I played the Capcom Fighting Collection, uh, which has ten games on it. Uh, six of them are Darkstalkers games. <laughs> um, so this is a very good collection. They did a really good job with the games. Is that... Go ahead. All, is that all the Darkstalkers games then? I believe it is, although Darkstalkers 3, the American version, is not on here. And I think it's because it's Vampire Hunter 2. I don't know the exact translation of like what is what. Oh, okay. I also think the PSP game is missing. But so, the PSP was just a remake. Yeah, it was just a remake, but I don't think that... like These are all straight arcade games. Like These are not oh, okay. the console versions. And I think Darkstalkers 3 on the PlayStation was a console port of Vampire Hunter 2, but don't quote me on that. Um, but no, I'm I'm really impressed with the way they do this. So all the games play really well. Um, it's got like a carousel to select the game, and then you can swap between if you want the American version or the Japanese version, depending on if the games have two versions. Um, you can do like customizing difficulty and boot up screens and filters, all of that stuff within the game. Um, you can do a quick save. I do have a complaint about the quick save. The quick save only works once. It's not per game. So if you have a quick save on Darkstalkers, you can't have a quick save also on Puzzle Fighter, which I think is really a bad design choice. Um, there's a ton of like achievements, um, not just like 
system level achievements, but there's also achievements for each game. So like each game has like a beat the game with this character, do this move with this character, but then there's also universal achievements, which will earn you the points uh, for the game. There's a museum where you can unlock a bunch of artwork, scroll through that. Um, there was something else that drove me nuts about this game. Now I'm blanking on what I was going to say. There was just something else that really kind of annoyed me when I was playing it. Um, but no, being able to play stuff like Red Earth and Cyberbots, and of course having all of the Darkstalkers games kind of at my fingertips is great. I played through two or three of them uh, entirely, all the way through the arcade mode, uh, and I'm still going through and playing some other stuff. But no, it's really good if you have kind of the nostalgia that I do for a lot of these games. Like, I had played eight of the ten games in here. I think I played Red Earth once, and I've played Cyberbots before, but the rest of them I've played so much of, and it it's nice to have Darkstalkers back. Even if it is just you know, old arcade games. Alright, so now I'll run through the indie games. Um, I, I am blanking on what this game was, so it's called Why Pizza? I think it was like a physics-based platformer. And, yeah. Uh, Fire Girl Hack and Splash Redux DX, Rescue DX is a side-scrolling platformer where you are playing a firefighter and you can use your axe to break down doors and you can use your water. So think of it as like a 2D Mario Sunshine. You can use your um, water pack to put out fires, which, by the way, like have faces and everything. It's kind of cool. And you can also use the water pack as a jet pack. Um... You earn money in each level, then you can use that money to upgrade like your, your water pack and your axe and things like that. It's actually a really cool side-scrolling kind of Metroid-y style game. Um, I actually highly recommend it if you're into those kind of side-scrolling games. Uh, Redo is another side-scroller. Uh, feels very slow, methodical combat. It almost feels like it wants to be a Souls game, but doesn't quite get there. Uh, I did check out the Blade Runner Enhanced Edition. God, I forgot how long that intro is. Holy shit, that thing is like six minutes. And then it's pretty much a standard point-and-click adventure. But like Anthony was talking about earlier, it's kind of worse than the original, which is not common for Night Dive. Yeah, um, I will say this on either version. Uh, What's neat about that point-and-click adventure is it's randomized. Who is a replicant and who isn't? Yeah, that was that was kind of the hook back in the day. Yeah. All right, this next game blew my mind. I don't know if y'all saw my tweet. Uh, so this game is called Pure Chase Eighties, and it's actually a really cool game. It's kind of got like a voxel pixel art style, and it is essentially an outrun style game where you're driving, and the the hook is is that your car has a bomb on it, and you have like a timer that's counting down. Every time you hit a checkpoint, you get more time. Um, but it's really drift-based. Uh, it's really fast, almost too fast at times. Um, it was really awesome until I got to the end of the stage. And I want to show you why, in case you haven't seen it. This is what happens when you finish a level. Yes, he walks out of the car. <laughs> I 
What am I looking at? Uh, I... Think about it, Drew. Who who do you think that is? <laughs> he literally gets out of the car, the car explodes, and then he does the two thumbs down. Okay. Yeah, and it's dramatic, because what they do is, like, he's a black silhouette when he gets out of the car until he gets closer and closer to the screen, and then that. Is there any sounds or anything like that? He doesn't say anything. He doesn't make any sounds, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to... Is it is it supposed to be, like... I mean, it's pretty... A criticism, or is it supposed to be, like, a pro thing? Like, it's hard to tell. Well, he drove don't he choke. drove that car, and he drove it awesomely and made it to the end, and then he gets out of it, so I don't, I don't know, man. That's uh, weird. Yeah, like, I was I was gonna, like, like, I finished the level, I was like, man, that was cool. And, like, I was like, I'm totally gonna suggest this game, and then that, that dude gets out of the car, and I'm like, wait a minute. What is this called, again? Pure Chase 80s. Pure Chase 80s? Yep, that's what it's called. Also, I gotta tell you about this. This actually cracked me up. So, it has, like, dialogue in the intro screen. And it's got, like, some sort of AI that's that's doing, like, a uh, text-to-speech. And it's so bad that when the word is comes up, they call it IS. So she's like, there I is a bomb in your car. <laughs> oh my god! What, who made this? Is it like a foreign made? I don't. I don't Hold know. On. I'm looking. I'm, He's looking it up. Star now. Sign Co. Limited. I don't see anything. Yeah, this game here is something, dude. I like. Oof. And the bad part is, is that it plays so good. It's so fun to play. But yeah, I don't know. The only. Thing that they've done. Well, it's, it's something. I'll tell you that. Alright, a couple more games to go through. Uh, the Psycho. I have <laughs> a feeling this company that published it is a bunch of shitlords. Oh, well. They also published Cancelled Super Puzzles Dream. Can- a Cancelled Puzzle Game? No, no, it's Cancelled Super Puzzles Dream. Like, what? like you were canceled. Yeah, sure. Because that's a thing. People are canceled and still win Emmys. So, uh, Merry Christmas, snowball, snowball bubble. <laughs> okay, I'm starting to see a theme here. Hashtag women up super puzzles dream. Yeah. Hashtag no limit fantasy super puzzles dream. Hashtag Halloween. Love no Limit Fantasy? Sports. Is that like the No Limit Soldiers? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. Snowball well, well. Collections Bubble. Buble? What about Buble? <laughs> Hashtag Pinocchio Super Puzzles Dream. Oh, this is a fucking... They're just a shit publisher. Alright. Uh, a couple more games. The Psycho Duck is a stealth game where you sneak up on other ducks and stab them in the throat. Um, wow, right? And it's literally like one of those, here's level one, here's level two, here's level, like a big grid of levels. And each so level it's not just a clever name. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you see the box art. Like, you see a duck with a knife standing behind another duck, and he's freaking out. Uh, the Book of, of Adventum is a first-person shooter um, slash like action-adventure style game. I hate 
I hate to invoke this. You guys did this game. What's the name of that game? Um, the steampunk game, third person. Fuck. Um. Um. No, the, the the damnation. Yeah. God damn it. The vibes in that in this game are yeah. There's your knife duck. He's sneaking up on him. He's carrying a snail. Yes, he's carrying a snail. Uh, but the book of Aventum reminds me of that uh, in first person, like the style. Um, but the actual exploration reminds me of something like. Um, like a Bioshock, like you're constantly searching through places in the environment. Um, it's okay. It's only eight dollars, so it, you know you get what you kind of expect. It looks like there's fishing potentially. I didn't make it that Can't far. Yeah. Or it's a sword, one of the two. But he's near water, and the sword kind of looks like a fishing rod. I mean, you can I fish also forgot to mention with a sword if you try hard enough. <laughs> I suppose that <laughs> you got to be very quick. Um, I forgot to mention, that is another thing that that, uh, uh, Phobia game does, too, where it's like, you search through every drawer, every closet, everything. Every drawer you can open up and look in. Do you search through your, your mama's drawers? I haven't gotten to that point, but <laughs> we'll find out. Alright, uh, run through the rest that of the- I certainly gotta... make it a horror game. Yeah, this is true. I, all I can think about is the scene from Archer where he's going through his mother's like uh, desk or whatever, and comes across the vibrator, and accidentally turns it on when he closes the drawer. That's not even close to the scene in Basketball where they find the vibrator. Hold on, yeah. it gets better. It starts vibrating. He's like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And he's on the phone. He's like, "I just the on the other end of the phone just goes. Try not to think about how there's no sink in there." You still haven't seen basketball, have you? Seen basketball. Come on, that opening scene. Eh. It's a little less. I don't know. It's the way it's delivered. Baseball is mean, just chaos. What are you doing? So. You know, just hanging out, playing Nintendo. Cock. All right, last couple games. I'm gonna let Drew talk while I run to the restroom. Uh, Strategic Mind. This the I almost said the specific, but it's the Pacific. Uh, immediately showed a grid, and it's like a 4X strategy game. I turned it off. Uh, Drunken Fist 2 Zombie Hangover. I mean, everything you need is in the title. It's a wobbly game where you're walking around drinking beer, punching zombies. So, that's your thing. Uh, there you go. Can I tell you how tired I am of these wobbly games <laughs> taking over? Dude, there's like a new one every other day. Why are there so goddamn many of them? We built a physics engine. It doesn't work. Here you go. Kids love them, dude. Kids absolutely. My son will play I any know. wobble my, game. Same. My son's the same. Yeah. Uh, Broken Mind seemed really cool. It's made by one guy. It's a first-person uh, adventure game, but you can't invert the control or the camera, so I couldn't play it. Um, but I definitely recommend you check it out. It's got a really cool art style. Again, kind of reminded me of like cartoon style. Um, and then finally, I tried to play House Builder because you know I like those kind of stupid simulation games. But unfortunately, this port very much feels like they didn't optimize it for a controller. So like the first house you have to build is an igloo, and the first thing you have to do is take your knife and cut out blocks of ice. And for the life of me, I could not get the controller to cut the block of ice properly. It took... I eventually got frustrated and just turned it off. Because the controls are just so bad. So. 
Uh, I did get Fire Emblem Fates, Three Houses, whatever, and I didn't even boot Why? it up. I didn't boot it up. They sent me a code uh, for it, Anthony. I didn't buy it. Okay, well, you, I don't even think you like Fire Emblem. <laughs> no, but I like Just Muso games. So, oh, okay. You know. Um, Alright. I, I, I didn't buy anything this weekend except for the Overwatch Watchpoint pack because I... Okay, just it has the skins in it. It's got the yeah, first battle pass, enough. and it automatically puts me in the beta. Goddamn costumes! Hey, the Sombra Jester skin no, is pretty. Don't try good. to don't, don't try to justify this. I don't have to justify it. I can do whatever you the do, fuck yeah. I want to do with my money. Try to justify it to Victoria. us, like we're not going to mock you. I didn't buy and Sonic you... Origins, even though I really wanted to. But I'm like, you know what? I got yeah. so much other shit. I just. I don't know. I don't want to spend $50 on games I already own. From the sounds of it, they're not as good as the original game. Yeah, I think the thing that kind of sold me on is I heard someone on a podcast talking about like how they're actually re, um, remade in 16 by 9 so like playing Sonic is a little easier because you can see more of the left and right of the screen. Wait, hold on. You listen to podcasts that aren't ours? I don't <laughs> listen to ours. I'm like you. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to ours in... <laughs> 15 years. Good, because when it's just that Anthony and Ken guy, they're fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't know why people listen to that, but some reason they do. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to let Drew talk about video games while I run to the restroom real quick, and then we'll do some, some news and some gaming. So, Drew, what have you yeah. been playing? Uh, there's a few things. I don't think it has anybody on this show talked about The Quarry. No. no. Okay. We do, okay, hold on. Let me, let me fix that. None of us are willing to spend the 80, 70 to $80 or whatever it is to 70, play the quarry. $70 on Xbox Series X. I think it comes to about 80 bucks with tax, though, doesn't it? I think I thought it was sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, which the standard close, one. Which would come closer to 80 bucks at the end of it. Uh, not that much task. Really? Oh, well, then you get... Then I get fucked. All right. <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, Supermassive Games, uh, it is a lot better than the Dark Pictures Chronicles or Anthology games, um, and it's still to be determined if it's better than Until Dawn, because I haven't played Until Dawn in a long time, but I sat down with my wife and we played through the quarry together, and she's like, you know what, we should play Until Dawn again. So we have started Until Dawn again. The oh, first shit. thing to note is that when you start Until Dawn, that game has aged poorly visually. <laughs> <laughs> what, Hayden Penitentiary doesn't look good anymore? I, everybody in there looks kind of... I don't think they have they, they actually got the, the motion captured down just yet. Granted, that game came out, what, 2015? I think so. Also, what? wasn't there a rumor of that being remastered and put on multiple consoles at one point? I thought I saw. Uh, I, I I can't remember. Um, but wasn't Until Dawn originally a PlayStation Three game? Mm, I think it started there, but I don't think it was on PlayStation. Yeah, I believe. 3. No, it wasn't on PlayStation Three. But you're right; it did start a development as a PlayStation Three game. Yeah. Right. Uh, the quarry feels very passive compared to Until Dawn or even the Dark Pictures games. Um, 
there's – I don't know. It's just it, – it feels like there's very little quick time events, and when you do get the quick time events, they're very easy. I don't think I ever missed one. Um, they have revised the the hold your breath mechanic again. I so hated that it's, thing. it's not like, so in Until Dawn, you had to hold the controller steady. In the dark pictures, you had to press the A button or the X button in beat with the heartbeat. In this one, it's real easy. You hold down the A button and you don't release it until you think it's safe. And there's a, there is a kind of like a, a danger silhouette. It like like the the screen will turn red, like the sides of the screen will turn red, and it will slowly go away. And when it goes away, you can let go of the button. It's basically like you're holding your breath, so nobody can hear you. Huh. I I wonder if that's an they chose that because the heartbeats never worked. Well, that ever. Too. I I see. I didn't have an issue with um. Little hope. Was that the one I played? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have an issue with any of the quick time events. I, I I just I remember going, Wow, I'm surprised they're doing this when they're clearly trying to go I don't want to say get more casual audience, that's not really fair, but like they're trying to go for a wider audience than just people that play video games. I right? feel like the core is a lot like that too. But but what I'm saying is that it was weird for them to be like, and now jam on this button as fast as fucking possible or whatever. And it's like Yeah. Only, yeah. only if uh, when you're doing it, you hear Michael Jackson in the background going, "Damn, I want it." <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was just, <laughs> do that. It, it was like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I was like, I fucking. It was just weird that they would do that when it's, um, you know, trying to be for more people. It's like, well, that's a very dexterous thing to have to do was just jam on a button repeatedly or time with like the time your button presses with the fucking heartbeats and stuff. Like yeah. that's not something that people that don't play video games is going to, are going to be able to do easily, which, you know, I get it. It could be just an option that you flip, but it was one of those like, uh, I don't know. So I, I think that's probably a move towards making it more accessible. Yeah. This, this game is, is very accessible. I believe, um, the, the what they really push is the aspects of the choices. So you get choices that can completely alter the story. Um, and you know, like they've always pushed, like in Until Dawn, you can have everybody survive. Literally, everybody in this game, from NPCs to playable characters. Get a ending of this person is dead or this person is alive. So you can save legit every character in this game. Um, I didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not that great at it. Now, I got the special edition for review. The special edition comes with a new feature unlocked at the beginning, which is the life system. So if one of your characters dies, the game will pause and say, this person died. Do you want to go back and make sure this person stays alive? You can do this up to three times. That will unlock after you beat the game the, 
for the first time if you don't have the special edition. Huh. So you, you they do give you that ability. But here's the thing. There was a character that died, and it says, whoa, do you want to go back? And I say, yes. It says, okay, you're going back two chapters to make sure this doesn't happen. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I got to go back. The, the, the branching path started. So, yeah, that's basically it. So there there is a lot of branching paths in this game. And there is, there's a couple of ways I'm like, okay, this person died and I have no idea how to save this person. You know, you know, for a game that a lot of, that is very polarizing, a game that is like this, that did this so well that I wish every other game did was uh, Detroit. And when you had like that big spider branching path that you could go look at to see yep. when the the spots would change the direction of the game. Like, everyone a game like this should do that. Was, was, uh, it, it, it's not coincidental that Detroit was the only one of those games that I ever liked and enjoyed. Yeah. Um, did, uh, am I wrong? Did not, uh, I mean, I think I'm only asking Drew this. Did 999 not do that after its yes. initial release? Yes. When they reissued it, they were like, yeah, here's the branching path so you know where each option breaks off. And Literally, yeah, I think, AI the Insomnium Files did the exact same thing. I think those are what I think is interesting and like, I don't know, that also flips that little dopamine switch that's like, I love checking off lists. Yeah. If you if you right. show me the points of where things can change, I'm more apt to go back and do it. So yep. after you beat the game, you do unlock the ability to go to chapter to chapter. But does it tell you where those chapters splinter, though? No. Yeah, that's my issue. Like, I want to know where the decisions I made change it. Like, don't you don't even have to present that until after I beat the game. And I'm pretty sure Detroit did that. Like, you couldn't look at it till you beat it. You beat, yeah. yeah. You had to beat the level. That but game, it's, it, I like that game. I like that game too, and I know it gets a lot of hate, but I enjoy that game a lot. I, I only. It's a little that. bit heavy-handed, yeah, uh, in terms of the story, but. Uh, I enjoyed that game a lot. Which, which David Cage game isn't? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I, fair. I hate that game, but not for the reasons everybody else hates it. I hate that game because I turned it on, that the lady started talking to me, and I'm like, I am uncomfortable with this. Dude, that lady gets most, more and so, more uncomfortable. I, I'm yeah. sure it does, but I was just like, yeah, this is that un, uncanny valley thing going off in my brain. It's like, yeah, man, this is, don't trust this bitch. Yeah, it gets more uncomfortable because then it starts asking you questions about whether or not you believe it deserves rights and stuff. Uh, yeah. No, thank you. That's the creepy shit. It's the same thing when people are like, the She-Hulk, uh, uh, She-Hulk looks terrible. I'm like, She-Hulk isn't the problem here. It's the, like, uncanny valley shit that's going on. I'm like, I know that's not a person, but it sure looks like one. Creepy. Yep. Go ahead, Drew. Yeah, no, the, the Corey's, it's legit. It's just really good. Um, I think, uh, I think if you liked Until Dawn, if you like the dark pictures, you're going to really like this one. Um, I, I think it's got a, it, it definitely does try to do this whole, you don't know what's good and bad. Um, but once you get into what's actually happening, you're like, okay, I understand how this works. I need to pick and choose my battles. And so it's, it's, it's well acted, uh, for the most part. There is one character that I'm just like, why did he choose to do his voice this way? Is it Rainy? Who? 
Is it Ted Raimi? No, no. It's actually the guy from Detective Pikachu. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The guy from Detective Pikachu. That's funny. It, it is. It's the kid from Detective I, I Pikachu. I know, I know, but like not knowing his name is funny to me. Oh, I don't Justice, know his name is. Justice Smith. Is that who it is? Yeah. Okay. Um, and he doesn't talk like that normally, but for some reason he's talking like that, and I get it. He's supposed to be like an awkward teenager. Um, but I was just like, why that voice? It, it just comes off a little strange. He gets better as the story goes on. In fact, he's one of like the big main characters that you play as a lot. Um, so there's there's six camp counselors. You play as a lot of them. There's one of them that you don't play a lot of, and there's a reason why. Um, but yeah, it's 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 pretty good. I I figured out what was going on within after right after the 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 prologue. Um, I was like, I think I know what's going on here, and kind of found out that's true, which is kind of heavy handed at the beginning. Uh, have some pretty good use of music. They use modern music for a lot of it. Um, it looks fantastic. Like there's, there are scenes I'm just like, that looks like a freaking real picture. The one thing I will say, what looks horrible, water. For some reason, when they have characters swimming in water, it's like, wow, they did not know how to animate this at all. Water's hard. It must be. But, um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. You get, you're going to have your characters that you're like, you're an idiot. I can't stand you. You're going to have the characters just like, I want to have this person survive the entire time. Um, but yeah, like I said, after finishing the quarry, we wanted to go back and play until dawn. So we're playing through until dawn again. Uh, even the sound is off on that game. Like, like we started, I'm like, does it not sound like muffled almost like you, like you're covering it or something? And I don't know. It could just be because it's an older game. At this point, it was seven years old. I mean, yeah, it's, it's an old game. And it was running on the yeah. PS4, so. Yeah. And it's like an earlier PS4 title, yeah. arguably. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the first um, games that you're like, oh, damn, this this first party shit's pretty good. So Yeah. yeah. came out the same year as Mad Max. Same Mad Max is underrated. That game is good. It's I just like bloated. Like it's it's bloated, but it's a good game. Yeah, but what open world game isn't? I mean, fair, but not all of them are like literally a wasteland bloated. Like mm. your world has um, nothing in it. Yeah, yet, but you do, yeah, but you drive a really cool fucking car across. You do drive a really cool fucking car. I ain't gonna lie about that. So, um, by the way, the, the you mentioned water effects, and like that's, I mean, most games have terrible water effects. I'm not trying to shit on video games in general, but like it's not great. No. Um, and it, um, what I'm about to mention is not a video game, but it's it is CG. Does anybody watch uh, Love, Death, and Robots? I've tried, but it's too. There's too much of it that's just horny for me. Like I don't. Okay. I don't the, need that. You know. Season season three episode nine. Jabaro is a must watch because I thought like I'm like man this must be a um like this has to be like actually filmed and then they just kind of edited it no the dude but it was like animated over top like I don't even know if they were um uh not what is it called emotion captured I think they like 
animated it based off of like watching actors do the moves, but not like putting them in the suits. It is crazy. The water effects in it are some of the most amazing water effects I've ever seen in CG. I know that's such a weird thing to point out, but like, I'm like, god damn, if like they can do that in a video game, it'll be the best looking video game ever. I am. Um, I mean, oh man, Just, you gotta watch it. If you if you have any sort of fascination with CG, like that is an amazing short. It's 17 minutes long. Jesus. Some of those are, like, way shorter than that. Like, no talking, either. Huh. Yeah. Follows a deaf uh, conquistador. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. Alright, Drew, anything else? Uh, yeah, a couple things. Um, I um, downloaded and tried out um, Going Under. Oh, yeah. I know what that is. Okay. I don't know what that is. What is it? It's a roguelike yeah. where you play as an unpaid intern working for a startup company and you have to go into the basement of the building and fight off a bunch of monsters using office equipment. Straight up what the fuck it is. It's, it's got a very like cartoony indie look to it. It's a lot of pinks and neons and stuff. It's Yeah. Seems, I'll say, at least an interesting concept. It definitely is. Um, I um, I didn't mind the time that I put into it. I don't know how much I'll play of it. But uh, it was okay. It was definitely okay. Um, I, I, did you go into debt? Go into debt? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can spend more to get, like, certain items than you have. And what they do is they put a ball and chain on you. <laughs> uh, no. That's a good idea. I yeah. I was impressed with some of the stuff I've heard about it, and I was like, ah, maybe, but I'm like, I don't want to play another roguelike. No, that's I mean, the it's, thing that turns It's on out. Game Pass for free, so. Yeah. I, it doesn't Pass. mean I want to play it. Well, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's fair. There's plenty of games I see on Game Pass, and I'm like, nah. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I played that. Uh, obviously, um, Shredder's Revenge. I'm sure you guys have talked that to death. That's a really good one. And playing Yakuza 5. That is, uh, that is a Yakuza game, <laughs> to say the least. I need to eventually get back into that series, but man, I got too much stuff. I I did enjoy Yakuza Zero, so eventually I would like to play through more of them, but it's just tough to get back to it after with so much other stuff on my backlog, you know what I mean? Well, it's not like those let games me, are small either. Mm. No. So yeah. let me ask you a question, Ryan. Yeah. What did you like about Yakuza Zero? Uh I like the story and I like the gameplay. Like the way it the way the fighting was uh, I like the characters? Um, although I know that um, that uh, what's his name um, Majima is a lot different in the other games than he is in that game. But yeah, so you've played the best story in Yakuza. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. Um, Yakuza one is good. Yakuza two is good. Three feels like a weird stopgap. 
Four, they introduce a whole bunch of new characters. Five, we're doing four again. And I have not played six. Six so, is good because it's showing Kiryu's like in game. The wrap up. Yeah. 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 And the best is Dead Souls, clearly. No. <laughs> like yeah, a dragon. The, what's is the spin off? What's this the spin off um judgment. Yakuza, where you're judgment, that's right. Yeah. Both of them. Judgment Lost Judgment. Yeah. There's like I said, a Dead Souls, which is the PS three zombie Yakuza game. Mm-hmm. Which right. should be better than it is. There's the Japanese only like Yakuza in like samurai times. Yeah, feudal Japan. Feudal Japan, yeah. and then oh, there's. Go ahead, sorry. And then there's secretly the best one, which is Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise. Dude, like a dragon is incredible. I meant off the, of the spinoffs. Yeah, the, spinoff wise. Yeah, I I so it it um it doesn't really increase my want. Uh, to play through the rest of the series, Drew. If you're telling me that the that zero is the best story, because zero, that's what I liked about it. Yeah. The reason um, the reason why is because zero came out after Yakuza one, two, and three, right, and possibly four, right? I thought it was I, all five of them. Yeah, I don't. It, remember. It may have been, but they really wanted to give Kiryu backstory. They really wanted to say this is where he came from, right, and. That's- and um, they they put a lot of time and effort into making it great because in the the first Yakuza game, um, Nishiki is just I mean he, he is your he he's he's like just your your generic villain, yeah. And they the like even Matt who's never played the Yakuza games before. He's like, man, considering we plus we started with Yakuza Zero and how close Nishiki and Kiryu were. Nishiki's like just a side villain character for a while there. Like it's almost like they have no history whatsoever. I was like, that's why they made Zero to well, yeah. kind of show it. And when I read that that basically Majima's character is completely different in all the rest of the games, and then they kind of at the very end of Zero, they like uh, without spoiling anything, they kind of like show him deciding to be like that was like. Yeah, that feels like they're shoehorning things in based on what I know about the first game. Um, so that that does kind of turn me off a little bit because I liked his character a lot. Yeah, well, they did a perfect intro with him, like in yeah. Yakuza Zero, because everybody who's played the Yakuza games, they go and play Zero, and you know he's running this you know hostess bar and cabaret club, and this dude's like pouring champagne on him and making fun right. of him and I'm like oh he's going to murder this guy no no he's the most subtle nice guy ever yeah. kill him with kindness and we're like what this guy's a psychopath <laughs> so yeah uh, it was great seeing how he got there yeah so i don't know we're going to we're going to finish them all obviously the end goal is to to get to like a dragon <laughs> i'm, I'm really excited for that one yakuza 6 will train you for baby crying <laughs> If you yeah. ever have kids, because I swear to God, that baby cries constantly in Yakuza 6. Wonderful. So, by the way, Ken, you're right. Yakuza 5 came out in 2012 in Japan, and Yakuza 0 was 2015 yeah. in Japan. Zero was done after all the five were done, and then 6 was built off of the Zero DNA. And, and, and 6 was built for PlayStation 4. Yes. yes. Uh, Zero was built on PlayStation 3. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Kiwami 2 is built from the 6. 6 engine, that's correct. Which yeah. is why when you go back and play Kiwami 2, that's probably one of the best playing Yakuza games there is. Yeah, 3, 4, and 5 are hard to play. 3, 4, and 5 are very hard to get back into because they are... He has I mean, two it's, games, it, man. You can... You can you can. I, I always. It was a joke. You could tell it's a good game whenever you can just spin the thumbstick and they just stand still and just spin. You could totally do that in the Yakuza games. <laughs> yeah, that was some old school control there. Yep. But that's pretty much it. Uh, I did mess around with, like you know, checking on Game Pass stuff, and I, I downloaded Subnautica, but then was like, ah, this seems kind of big. I'm gonna table that for now. You want to be afraid under the ocean? Subnautica. Yeah. And, and tree and seaweed punching. Yeah, yeah, seaweed punching is just a thing I do anyways. But I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's, that's, Subnautical that's is a, pretty much it. very much a survival game. Yeah. Yeah, except, you know, you're out of the element because, again, you're in the fucking ocean. I... Mm. You're Deep on water, an alien planet fan. in the ocean. In the ocean, yeah, big alien planet. That's just all ocean. Yep. Yeah. You should play the the below zero one where they got like the alien yeah. penguins. That's pretty cool. Mm. All right, uh, let's talk about what's coming out this week. We'll start with Series X, PlayStation Five. We've got Escape Academy, F one twenty two, Phobia, Saint Denfa Hotel. MX, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, MX versus ATV Legends. Tour de France 2022. Hillbilly Doomsday. That's. Yeah. Hope that I hope Tour de France 2022 has a doping mini game. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, the Legend of Bumbo. Legend of Bumbo. Bumbo. Yeah, it's a spinoff of uh, Binding of Isaac. Oh, John's probably excited. But Bumbo is the guy that you can trade coins to in that game, and this is his own. Oh, it's his game. origin story. Got it. Want to know sure. what caused him to create that game? Uh, Hourglass. Uh, Outworld. Outriders. World Slayer. Anybody care about that game anymore? I tried to, but I just can't. <laughs> the Galactic Junkers. Almost my floor. Uh, it must be an elevator game. No, it must be. Uh, PlayStation 5, we've got Disgaea 6 Complete. Uh, I'm surprised I'm not seeing more people talking about DNF Duel is out this week. That's the new Arxis fighting game. I don't... That's what I've been seeing. Because I'm like, I don't know what DM, DNF stands for. I'm like, Duke Nukem Forever? What the fuck? Yeah, it's Duke Nukem Forever Duel. You fight, you scratch buttholes to open doors. Gucci, uh, Gucci. <laughs> Oxide Room 104 uh, and Instant Sports All-Stars. So those are your Instant new gen games. All-Stars. Yeah. PlayStation 4, Xbox One, uh, mostly the same stuff. Uh, Arcade Archives, Thunder Scepter, uh, Cuphead, uh, Delicious Last Course. Rabbids Party of Legends. I didn't even know there was a new Rabbids game coming out. Holy shit. Um, Lumber I'm looking Jack. it up because what? So what do you think this is? Which, like, which I, I realize a party game, the Rabbids game. Uh, 
fuck. I, the only thing I could guess would be a party game. Yeah, it is. God damn it. Yeah. Something would be a little bit more exciting. It doesn't seem like it's got like a board game attached like Mario Party either. It just looks like a bunch of mini games. Hey. But I'm probably going to get it because my mom likes Rabbids. Yeah. We'll yeah. play it together. People like Rabbids. It's fine. I, um, I, I love the design. I just don't like the games in generally. Lumber. My son loves the Rabbids. Lumberjack Simulator. In case you ever wanted to simulate being a Lumberjack. All right. Finally, all my hopes and dreams can come true. <laughs> hey, one of my most anticipated July releases is Power Wash Simulator. So. Hey, I'm looking forward to that game, too. I'm yeah. excited for it. Oh, yeah, just clean. Oh, it's going to be so satisfying, especially when you get, like, a progress meter. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Just get that dirt off that house. Oh, it's um, so satisfying. All right. Is that coming to Game Pass? I don't think so. Okay. So, Nintendo Switch, whew, uh, Archery Escape, Snug Finder, Biru Shana, Rising Flower of Ginpei, Can Android Survive, Squish, Corpse Factory, Gliding Square, Taco Tom 2, Black Wolf, uh, a lot of the games we've already talked about. Uh, Dark Minute, Kira's Adventure, Dino Tales, Fillet, Ground Divers. That's the new game from um, Arxis as well. I think that's a beat-em-up or something. Uh, Illumina, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak, My Universe, Green Adventure, Farmer Friends. <laughs> Uh, fuck. Uh, Red, White, Yellow, Cruising. Road Redemption. Salaryman, She. Wait, Road Redemption? Yeah, I know, it's an old game. I think it's just now coming to Switch. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, I was gonna say, fucking 2019. Yeah, that's the Road Rash clone. Is that the good Road Rash clone or the bad Ah, one? So it's like two, right? I don't remember which one was bad and which one was good. Uh, Cine, uh, the Jackbox Party Starter, Beasties. Road, Road Redemption is the good one. Road Rage was the bad one. Okay, good to know. One of them was a roguelike, wasn't it? Yeah, fuck if I know, man. God damn it. Uh, Jet Boy and the Randomizer of Doom. Omori, making its way to Switch this week. Parasite Pack. And Rainbow Laser Disco Dungeon. Rainbow Laser Disco Dungeon. <laughs> it's another one of those that fits the cadence, right? It does. Pretty perfectly, actually. Yeah. Alright, news time. Well, I looked up, I had to look up. With a name like that, I had to look it up. It's, it's Robotron. Okay. Like, down to the graphics, almost. It, is, it sounds like Robotron. Twin Stick Shooter, in the year 2084... Mm-hmm. The year is or this world well robot Robotron, Robotron was 2084. 2084. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Earth is ruled by evil robots. <clears throat> All music has been outlawed. All right, you know we have a twist. Dancing is strictly forbidden. Still in the underground, the beat goes on. Rainbow Laser Disco Dungeon, half twin stick shooter, half rhythm game, half dungeon crawler, 150 percent groovy. Groovy. Actually, wow, the graphics are actually 
seizure inducing. Cool. Oh, that's always fun. All right. Skip over the dancing is forbidden. <sighs> dancing is forbidden. All right. Uh, oh yeah, that. Uh, oh God, look at that. That's yeah. No thanks. Oh man. Oh Why did gosh. You post that there. That I will, is. Uh, I will remove it now that you can have seen it. <laughs> All right, let's do some news. Skull and Bones was rated by the ESRB. Oh my God, we stopped we go. trying to make that a thing. It's gonna come out. It's rated by the ESRB. It's yeah, it's coming. Bad. Nothing you sits. Don't know. The, no, it's gonna be bad. There's no way it's been sitting this long and rebooted this many times to come out and be like, yeah, this is the shit. When it's on Anthony's Game of the Year list this year, revisit this. Can I, is it, am I playing as a pirate, or am I playing as a pirate ship? You're playing as Johnny Depp in a trial. (laughs) 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 Alright. Alright, yeah. Hey, you remember when KOTOR 2 came out and it was buggy as shit? It's still buggy? KOTOR 2 is still buggy as shit. You can't finish, some people can't finish the game because of a glitch. Uh, and until... They fixed it. They've provided a workaround, which apparently requires you to access the cheats menu to teleport to a different area. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Obsidian. Your games. Mm. Did you guys see that freaking video I posted or retweeted? Uh, which one? The the Fallout one. Mm, no. You need to go and watch that. Right now. Well, I can't watch it right now. I'm doing a podcast, Drew. Well, everybody right. who's listening to this, go look at my Twitter. I retweeted it like yesterday. It's absolutely, I, I was dying laughing. Uh, let's do some uh, From Software news. We got a couple headlines here. From Software has an unannounced project in the final stages of development. Question is, is it Armored Core? Because we know they're working on that. I hope you got it something that's Xbox exclusive. Nah. Just piss off the people again. Uh, Miyazaki has also said he's working on his next game. Uh, and they said more updates are coming to Elden Ring. Funny note in this interview that came out with Miyazaki, he said that the people from software have no idea why Elden Ring is so popular. <laughs> yep. Which is like... Because it's awesome. I was going to say, like, you guys made a really good game. Maybe you should just be proud of that. And everybody wants to play it. But what I hope, though, I'll say this, what I hope is that that doesn't mean that they forget the lessons they learned on this game when it comes time to make the next one. I really think the next one's going to be Armored Core, and then after that, who knows? Well, all I know is that the quality of life improvements in this game uh, need to make their way into the new ones. Yeah, absolutely. And so let me just say, by the way, that as amazing as this game is, there is still some shit in here that is like, if this stuff, this there's some stuff in this game that wouldn't be out of place in like some Euro trash um, Western RPG from 10 years ago. Um, and of course, primarily I'm referring to the goddamn menu that pops up when you want to revive your horse with a flask. <laughs> if I didn't want to revise, revise, uh, revive my horse, I wouldn't have pushed the goddamn revive my horse button. Are you sure you want to revive your horse? It's going to cost you a flax, flask. No shit, it's going to cost me a flask. I know that already. <laughs> Just do it. 
Do Don't it. make me use a D-pad only menu to do it, do it in the middle of a fight. Anyway, if you Jeez. can't tell, that's one of the few <laughs> sore spots for me <laughs> in this game. Um, the snitch was at it again this week. This guy is 100% so far. Um, his tweets this week uh, were a binary code with a picture of Kratos. Uh, and okay. solving the binary code resolved, resolved to the 30th. So the guess is now we're going to get some Sony news on June 30th, probably the God of War release date. So Nice. Hopefully. Is that this year? Uh, that's the rumor. Okay. Uh, Corey Barlog came back on Twitter and has been tweeting a lot lately. Dropping subtle hints. So I think they're pretty confident that game is coming out this year. Which, in my opinion, would be the only game, critically, that's probably going to give Elden Ring a run for its money in Game of the Year. There you go. Would be my guess at this point. Yeah, um, agreed. Xbox... As much as I liked, as much as I liked Her- Horizon Forbidden West, I think Elden Ring is probably going to be my Game of the Year at this point. I think universally that game is probably going to be game of the year unless Ragnarok is just fucking uh, like generationally changes gaming, you know? Yeah. I don't know. If if I liked Forbidden West and I don't want this to sound degrading to the game, but Forbidden West felt like just a sequel whereas Elden Ring felt like a evolution. Yeah, it feels uh much more substantial for sure as a yeah. Uh, Xbox outsold PlayStation in Japan again this week. Uh, and that's not just Series S. Series X and S both outsold PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 5 Digital. So, it's good. It's good when everybody does well. Probably because you can find them. Yeah, the chip shortages on Series X are the same as PlayStation 5, so I don't think that... I mean, I understand the PlayStation is supply constraint, but so is Series X. Yeah, I don't know. And Series X see, outsold it as well. So I see, I see a lot more of like Series X are available post than I do PlayStation Five. See, the only thing I ever see is Series S. I never see Series X or PS Five. Like, I feel like if like I'm afraid if any of my systems break, I'm like I'm never gonna find another one. <laughs> Uh, No More Heroes got a release date. No More Heroes 3 for PlayStation and Xbox. It's out October 6th. Right now, October is a stacked motherfucking month. Uh, Here's an interesting one. Since you talked about the quarry earlier, did you know that the quarry and High on Life were originally Stadia-exclusive games? I did not know that. Well, luckily, they saw the error of their ways. I'm stoked for High on Life. I have a feeling that game may be in my top ten this year, just like looking at it. I hope it's as good as it looks. Like That game interests me. Yeah. It's unique. Yeah. It's, um, I, 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 it's going to seem weird comparing these games, but I like it for the same reason I like Psychonauts and that it seems like it's got a very unique story to tell and sort of style to it. Yep. I'd explain some button pressing, by the way, in the quarry. Just hold it, because the fucking Stadia can't take the, all those button inputs. 
Yeah, yeah. you may be right there, boss. Yeah. I mean, it also, also speaks volumes about Stadia losing two games that were exclusive. Like, anybody who's still holding on to a glimmer of hope that that service is going to be around in a few years? Probably not. Also, high on life, man. I know I said it before, but I can't wait to be like, I see you on your gun. I'm now you shoot me. You pick me up and you shoot me. Yeah. And then the other, the other gun's gonna sound like this. Yeah, you shot him. You shot him. Hey, Morty. Hey, Morty. Hey, Morty. Morty. I'm just gonna vamp for 20 minutes, and 20 minutes, I'm just gonna keep saying what I want, wanting for uh, 20 minutes, because I, I need to fill space. It's just gonna keep talking. Guns. <laughs> You're not I'll wrong. I'll be right. You know that. <laughs> I was gonna say. You know, if it sounds annoying now, it's not gonna change. All right. Uh, Squaresoft has said that they're looking to add NFTs into their major franchises. So maybe Final Fantasy VII Rebirth Squad for NFT. This is a cry for help, right? Yeah. There, some, it's like, please, someone buy us. Yeah, I don't. At this point, it should just be Sony. Sony should just buy Square. You don't want to go. You don't want them to go uh, one platform, but at this point. Be better than what the fuck they're doing now. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Johnny Cage actor put a video online of him at the Warner Brothers lot. A lot of people think he's teasing some MK12, and the music in the video was uh, MK2. So I don't know. This is, um, dude. It's July. Okay, this is the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat. We have heard nothing. Uh, yeah, it's so weird. How do we not have something? 30th anniversary. Come on. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Uh, 343 is looking to add cosmetic microtransactions into the Master Chief collection. <laughs> this just screams to me, hey, look, we finally fixed it. Now let's fuck it up. No kidding, right? <laughs> hey, we noticed that you're playing this instead of our new game. What if we could salt the earth so you go to the new game? Yeah. I'd like that new game's doing any better, man. Did you see that new battle pass? Ooh, that is that is lame. Yeah, so Ugh. 343 you... they're done, right? Like Halo Infinite is a good video game, but man, they fucked up that online. Yeah, it's you know it's... the thing that's most important. They 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 tried to do they tried to be a combination of Fortnite and Halo without learning any of the lessons from either, and it's a shame. It is because the the, the actual <sighs> gameplay in that multiplayer was really good. The actual gameplay in Halo Infinite is fucking phenomenal. I Very loved good. playing yep. that game. I was glad to have finished that game. Yep. Um. But I have zero interest in the multiplayer, like zero. Depresses yeah, I'm me. the same way. Depresses yeah. me. Uh, Yuji Naka seemingly confirmed on Twitter that the music in Sonic 3 was actually worked on by Michael Jackson. Yeah, I, I know, I know we keep, I don't know how many times we, like, uh, the guys that were uh, formerly Game Trailers and then Easy Allies, and then now most of them are leaving Easy Allies, um, kind of proven that years ago. And then 
Pigeons and Planes, which is a music uh, blog or whatever, said that confirmed it by talking to the same fucking people that the guys from Game Trailers talked to like five years earlier. And I guess Yuji Naka is just the like the final confirmation. But Yuji Naka's kind of uh, losing his goddamn mind. <laughs> so people saw that and ignored the fact that he was calling out um, uh, Naoto Oshima, who is the uh, character designer and like. Uh, oh no, sorry, it's not Naoto. Um, oh god, this current guy just runs Sonic because Naoto is the cr- original creator. Um. But yeah, the guy that's currently like the he- that heads up all of the Sonic stuff, and um, he was just calling him out on like people were like congratulating him or whatever, and then yeah, like um, Yuji Naka was like, ah, oh, he's a traitor or whatever, and then posting about Ball and Wonderworld, like those two things have anything to do with each other. So, um, yeah, I'm not saying Yuji Naka can't be trusted. I'm just saying like you know maybe don't skip over the fact that he's also publicly having a mental breakdown. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, I've got your rumored PlayStation Plus Essential games. Now we have to call it Essential. Because it's not just PlayStation Plus games for the month of July. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time. Uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan. And Arcade Geddon. Arcade Geddon? Is that how you say it? Arcade Geddon. Those are your rumored games for July. Uh, Sega announced a new game this week. Creative Assembly is building a, how do you say it? PVPVPVPVPVP. A piece of shit I'm not going to play and will have its fucking people drop off most likely. It's called Hyenas. After like two months. Fuck them. Fuck, not, not, not Creative Assembly. I mean, apparently this might be in a game that they were working on for like five years. Yeah, they, I think the, they confirmed they've been working on it for about four or five years. Boy, you should have shifted development. <laughs> you know, how many of these fucking things have to fail before people learn? Like, ain't it ain't happening. <laughs> I mean, you've got you've got a pretty much um, one winner in like across the board. Like Fortnite is clearly the big one. You know, um, Apex Legends is still kicking around. Um, Call of Duty Warzone still does well. Overwatch still does well. And then you jump into the other side where you've got, um, like, League of Legends and Dota still do well. But, like, you could probably name 30 games that have tried to mimic those games that nobody plays. Yeah. And so, they're hyping this up. They're like, well, what's this sound? Uh, well, I don't know what that fucking sound is, because it was from nothing. Nothing that was previously done. And I, I just... To fucking hype this thing up. No offense, it's not a piece of shit, but when I say it like this, it, it sounds... But, like, for this piece of shit? Like, I've seen this. I've seen this before. You know? Like, mm-hmm. this is nothing new. What do you... Stop trying to be like, this is the next big thing. Not necessarily. It might not be. Most things are not the next big thing. 
true so story. like this is gonna be the biggest fucking announcement you guys it, it should have just said hold on to your dicks we're gonna blow them <laughs> fucking right off hold on to um, your dicks because like well that's what they were hyping it up with like oh man it's gonna it's gonna steal the show they meant um, that it was like a stealing game, yeah. but that's pretty funny. I mean, I mean, it's going to definitely you can, you get can, mocked. You can steal a Sonic the Hedgehog plushie. I could also just not play this game. That You could do that too. Yeah. That's an option in your life. <laughs> like, you know, I just, I hate to be like that, but it's like... <laughs> that's an option in your life. <laughs> Go to your local Walmart. Steal a Sonic plushie there. <laughs> Fight capitalism. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Not right. impressed. This last news story, I didn't watch this, so I need to know if anybody watched the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 direct. No. Nobody? No. Okay. Uh, I'll kind of run through the bullet points in here. I've got the... This is how much I didn't watch it. I've got the Business Wire article up with the bullet points. Oof. Yeah, I, dude, I have no interest in this game, so I didn't even Me bother. Me either. Uh, explore a vast world. So apparently it's a big world. Uh, learn the arts of battle. Find rest and quests at colonies. You can master character classes. Recruit heroes into your party. Fuse into Ouroboros, whatever that means. Uh, they've already announced an expansion pass. Uh, that will be twenty nine ninety nine, and you can use any amiibo. Uh, the game is due to release on July twenty ninth, so it's about a month out. So that's Nintendo's next big game. I wish I liked these games; they seem interesting, but mm, not my thing. Yeah, I've tried. I tried. Um, the, the one remake. on the, the Wii, I tried the one on the Switch. I just, like, I get so far into it and then I just drop off. They're good, though. They are good. I'm not denying they're good. Like, I totally recognize that these are great games, but I just cannot. The only Xeno games I ever got into were Xeno Saga. And I loved the first one. I felt the second one was very dragging. And then the third one's incredible. So... I'm sure I would like them if I had time to play them, but I have never played any of them. So it, it feels very overwhelming to think about starting because I know they're all long. Yeah. Also, it really hurts how like ambitious these games are and they're running on the Switch and they just don't look great. Like, no, it's true. The frame rate in these games and the resolutions are bad. So... I know that's a superficial thing, but I'm going to be real honest with you. Sometimes just running and looking good can can really kind of make up some other areas. But I, I agree with you completely. I don't know. Even there are with, plenty of games that I've passed on specifically because the visual style turns me off. Now, these games, it doesn't, but... I agree with you completely that visual style is important, despite the fact that people will call it shallow or whatever. It, it definitely makes a difference. Yeah. I don't know. I hope everybody loves it when it comes out. I'm sure they will. I know Jay's a big fan. I'm sure he'll love it. 
Uh, but it's just it's just not for me. Uh, there is a rumor that Nintendo is going to have another direct this week, like a third party direct or something. Is not a rumor every week. I mean, sure it is, uh, but this is the <laughs> one that this is the one that multiple like people who have been right have said it's happening. So, like, there's a lot of people that I don't take seriously when they say it, but I've heard three to four people who have been right about these things saying that it is this week. So. I don't know. We will see. Same with the God of War stuff. Who knows? But that's, that's... Yeah, God of War I'm really I'm really hoping for because I'm I'm really anticipating that game. I can't can't wait for that one. Yeah, no, I will definitely be looking now that Starfield's been delayed, like that's my game of the fall if it makes it out this year, for sure. Agreed. All right, that's all the news that I have. Uh, unless anybody has anything else. Uh, no, I don't have anything else. Anthony, sometimes I know you have some stories I missed. I mean, Bernie Stoller died. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, I forgot I saw that. I was like morning. right before the show. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. I I remember seeing him uh, when I went to E3 in '99. Because the Dreamcast was there. And that was just... But then again, we haven't really heard from him in the game industry since he left Sega. So Yeah. I think he just retired. Yep. Like Reggie did. Except Reggie's out there doing the book tours, man. Yeah. Reggie's out there just talking shit. <laughs> yeah, Reggie is... Uh... But then again, it's Reggie, so, you know. Not fully surprising, I understand. But Yeah. Man, remember when we had good guys like at all three of these companies? Like Reggie was in Nintendo, Jack Trenton was at Sony. And yeah, Phil. I was gonna say, you know, Jack Trenton <laughs> Jack looks Trenton like he'd best, sell you right? a car that barely runs. Absolutely, but, but I loved him. But goddamn, he didn't give a shit. <laughs> no, he didn't. He was great. I miss Sean Layden too. Yeah, Sean like, was pretty good. Like he wasn't. He, I mean, he was no Jack Trenton. But I mean, like it. You know, it's bad when you're like, man, that last guy. Yeah. You know who else I miss? So much better than the guy we currently have. It's Peter Moore. I miss Peter Moore with his fucking tattoos. His fake tattoos that are painted on? Man. I miss miss that. Like, people, like, E3 stuff happening right now, like, it didn't feel like it does, man. It's not there. Peter Moore who told Yuji Naka to fuck off. (laughs) Peter Moore don't give a fuck, all right? Yeah. Um, uh, I miss I miss the big stu. I miss watching Peter Moore fuck up in rock band on stage. Come on, tell me you don't miss that. What was the drum guy? Robbie drums. Yeah. For the we we music. That's that's still one of my favorite moments. Fucking Miyamoto was... coming out with a sword and shield from Zelda. I mean, come on, dude, that oh, stuff that was, was so, so dumb. Bad. Worst one of the worst conferences. But it's but tell me Konami levels of bad. Anthony, tell me that that is not better than Keeley coming out. Batman is dead. (laughs) Tell me you've seen that that video. No, when he does, no, but it's hilarious. When he introduces Gotham Knights, he's like, "All right, up next, Batman is dead." Like, he has no, like, sour cadence yeah, he, in his voice. He doesn't have any. It's just so funny. I, I think that's hilarious. And what's even more hilarious is your impression. 
I mean, that's, that was the cadence he delivered. I was like, Batman is dead. I need to find that video. Um, I guess find, some me, other news. find me the video because I want to see Batman dead. Batman um, is dead. Yeah, and can I just can I just say again that that is, I think, one of the big flaws in Gotham Knights is that they can't seem to decide whether they want it to be part of the Arkham universe or not. Yeah, so it's I, not. It's not. But Batman's dead. Batman uh, is dead. <laughs> it's not. But Batman is dead. Batman is dead. Jesus. I. Uh, I keep. T- I have to explain to people. Like, do you do you remember when Arkham Knight got announced? And they were like, people were like, oh, so it's Jason Todd. <laughs> And they came and out they and said, no, it's like, not. No, 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 it's come not. On, what are you talking about? It's like brand new, brand new character. I mean, look at him. Look at him. It's not Jason Todd. Clearly, you're going to be blown away when you find out who it is. It's Jason Todd. <laughs> it's Jason Todd. Spoilers, by the way. But I mean, if you know anything about, about Batman, Batman it, you know. That'd be like, that sounds like Red Hood. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in the game for like a five minute Well, and that's the other mission. thing, too, is like, they're like, it's not, it's not Arkham, but all the characters look suspiciously a lot like the characters from Arkham. But it's not because it's Red Hood and not Arkham Knight. But Batman's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I found it. Oh no, he's dead. Batman is dead. Batman is dead. <laughs> I found it. Hold on. Uh, are, you, are you playing oh it for I'm putting, I'm putting it in the chat. I'll put it in the chat. Hold on, I gotta listen to it for a second. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, the Canadian accent's really coming out there. I uh, told you! I told you it's exactly what he sounds like. Batman is dead. Batman is dead. Dead. Batman is dead. Batman is dead. Batman is dead. Batman is dead. Oh, and now Batman it's just playing over and over again on my Jeff Keighley announces Batman is dead. Dead. Batman is um, dead. Come on, guys. Oh, yeah. Lord Almighty. I told you it's funny. Um, all right, some other new stuff. Uh, did anybody watch the Scarface... Or, well, let's watch. Did anybody see the Scarface 2 leaks? Oh, the 360? Scarface 2? 360 game? So it was a cancelled game. Uh, there was supposed to be a follow-up to the original Scarface game. This is a, this is actually stuff old. Stuff is leaked. Like, like, I knew about this game, uh, but I think this is the first time that we've actually seen it. Yeah, it's the first time we've seen it. We, it's always been talked about, but yeah. Do, do people know that Scarface died at the end? It's the a sequel to the game. The ending. Yeah. Oh, the game doesn't? The no. game is a sequel to the movie. Yeah, he's resurrected. He's like, Jesus, I don't know. Oh yeah, so so okay, so now I have to explain the lore of Scarface the game. <laughs> Scarface, <laughs> Scarface ends with Tony Montana dying. Spoilers alert for a movie that's what? It's got to be 40, years old now. 40, 40 years something years old. 40, 40, yeah. 40, 1983. Yeah. Uh, it ain't that Al old. could still act, so it's really hard to tell. It's just old. Um, at the end of the movie, he dies. The video game starts off with Tony surviving that, so changes the ending, but is pushed out of his mansion. So it's him rebuilding Scarface his empire. Dead. Uh, Montana is dead. <laughs> um, He's dead. And so 
The whole game had this big drug dealing thing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that's for a new thing now, right? Yeah. <laughs> I told you it was out there. Oh, God. No. <laughs> it's almost as good as the... Well, no, it's better than, you know, The Rock. The Rock was also on that. They they pulled that. He's like, enjoy your gaming. Enjoy your gaming. <laughs> it's not It's not Batman, it's Dead though. Batman is Dead. Happy Thanksgiving, Xbox. <laughs> Thanks, Usher. Ah, uh, Um. Anyway, so that's like, um. Oh, you can now play Marble Madness Two. That's made it out into the world. That's neat. That was fun <laughs> to play. Uh, it was a prototype, so somebody's finally put it online. Um. And uh, Dev, I really like their games. Uh, Zachtronics is going to close up shop at the end of the year no that's depressing um, yeah I, I mean their games are very specific like specific audience like um i like molex Synthes. um there's opus magnum there's space chem i think is they're probably the most popular they were the guys behind the original um Inf- infiniminer which is what inspired minecraft uh, yeah, and, uh, it just seems like the guys are ready to, they're not leaving the game industry, but they're just, they're, they're gonna separate. The team is gonna separate and do their own things. Um, they're just one of the most fascinating developers. They were just, uh, uncompromising in their vision of making difficult puzzle games that, uh, are very much this programming logic way of working through them. Uh, Molex Synthes is such a fantastic game, and the fact that, I, I mean, I posted on my old Twitter some of the gifts of, like, me finishing the levels. It would actually show you the process that I used to synthesize the molecules. Um, so it's just kind of depressing knowing that they're, like, kind of wrapping it up, and that this these might, like, the games they release might be the last of their kind, depending on what the guys do after in solo work. So... Alright, um, well before we get out of here, did anybody watch any of the movies that went on the services this weekend? Movies? Doctor Strange went up. Oh, no. Um, New Beavis and Butthead movie? Is that on HBO Max? No, it's on Paramount Plus. I don't have that one. I was just about to say, like, right after. (laughs) And they also... I watch Paramount Plus either. They added, um, the music videos back into some of the episodes, too. Really? Yeah. So I was watching some of that this weekend. But no, that movie, yeah, you should, if you get a chance to watch it somewhere, you should watch it. Because it's really fucking good. It's amazing. They actually explain where they've been for the past 22 years. And they're still teenagers? Yeah. Well, they they explain it in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it, that's the I plot. Of, the plot of the movie is literally <laughs> yeah, yeah. starting off going, you've probably wondered where we've been for the past 22 uh, years. Yes. Well, now I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Do they have a rendition of Lesbian Seagull? Unfortunately, no. But he is. Oh in, my god, he is in the movie. Oh man, that, I still sometimes if I hit something in a video game and it goes flying, I say "Fly high, Lesbian Seagull." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I know that between that and Jackass, like I feel like I've had like a renaissance of '90s hilarity in the last couple months. 
It felt good, man. It felt good in this shitty world to laugh this weekend. We started the Umbrella Academy season three. I could not get through the first season of that show. I found it extremely boring. Ah, it's, it's actually it's season two is so good. I can't get through season one. I'm telling you, man, give it a shot. You'll, I think you'll get into it. I did. I gave it three episodes, and I was just like, ugh. Just it's boring. That's good. It really is. Doctor Strange is pretty good. There's some stuff in there that uh, it's pretty there's some Sam, There's some Sam Raimi stuff in there. There's a lot of Sam Raimi stuff, but I'm talking like Marvel stuff you ain't seen yet. No, really? Yeah. I'm hungry for spaghetti. <laughs> I want my name to be spaghetti. All my name to be spaghetti. <laughs> I was trying to think. There was something else that came out this weekend, too, and I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I forgot what it was. I don't know. Everybody should watch Disgraced Attorney on YouTube. Oh, you're talking about the Phoenix Wright thing? Parody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was brilliant. <laughs> the, um... Cut the crap. I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> what is it? Uh, uh, oh, Westworld starts tonight. Uh, I need to watch um, Moon Knight. I have not watched that yet. You know, uh, we, we got halfway through uh, that and then stopped for some reason. Yeah, I'm, I've been kind of keeping to where I don't start these shows until they're done, except for Obi Wan. I watched Obi Wan yeah. weekly. I still gotta, I still gotta finish off the last episode of Obi Wan. Oh, that's the best episode. It's so. I good. know. I heard, and I the the that's the way the series has been for me so far. Every episode, I say, "Oh, that was the best episode of the show yet." Oh, this um, one. So. This one kills it. There's there's a couple cameos in it that I was just like, "Holy shit!" Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I gotta watch it tonight. Yeah. That's that's the game plan. I'm waiting. Yeah, I, I need to watch Moon Knight and then I'll probably wait. Miss Marvel or um is it Miss Marvel? Is that what it is? Yeah, Miss Marvel. The new out. one. Like I think it's like what three or four weeks in, so it's probably got a couple more. Yeah. Probably get through Moon Knight and then watch that. Um. And I I'll tell you the movie I'm super hyped for comes out in July, which is Nope. I can't wait to see Nope. And I gotta watch Jurassic Park, which I'm sure everybody says sucks, but I'm gonna watch it anyway. You know, it's gonna be bad. It's fucking dinosaur. I've watched every one of those. Like, everybody's hated those movies since one. Let's be fair. For a oh, franchise yeah. that everybody loves, everybody hates five of the six so, movies. So, 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 I. Jurassic Park 2 was clearly kids like dinosaurs, let's make a movie for kids. You're talking about the. Lost World? Lost World. Yeah. This is the second That's one. That's based on a book, though. Yes, but oh, yeah, yeah, they're they're not really. It's book. not at all. It doesn't follow the book. The, the book was written because they were doing the movie, right? Like, he sped no. through no. to write the book. No, the, movie, no, the no. book was out long before the movie. The, okay. the book is... Uh, Lost World 2 is... Or, uh, the, the book is much different than the movie. Yeah, Jurassic extremely Park. different. The, the movie is made for kids. Yes. The, and I get it. I get why it was. Um, I, I get why because the, the first movie had a bunch of merchandise, but let's be honest, it's kind of a horror movie. Where the, the first monsters, movie? Of, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Where the monsters are fucking people eating dinosaurs. Um, so, like, I get why the second one exists. That being said, I don't think it's great. Um, you know, except for. Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh, but like, 
I will I will defend three as having some amazing moments. I think that's a good movie where the park is abandoned and you're just kind of going through the remnants of it. I think that's great. Everything after that is just I do not give a shit. I didn't hate the Why? first Jurassic World, but I it's really Jurassic Park. don't like the the second one. The second one where they get into that weird shit at the end with people. I'm not about that. I I I. How many Jurassic Worlds have there been? Two. two. No, well, this three now. This is the third one. So it's six okay. movies total. So they had Jurassic World, Jurassic World what? Dominion. Dominion. Dominion, and then Jurassic World what? What's this new one called? Arts. Fucking, <laughs> I don't know. Fallen Kingdom or something? No, you're right. Fallen Kingdom was the second one. Oh. Oh yeah, this is yeah. So Dominion's the third one. Dominion's the third one. Yeah. See, Fallen Kingdom. It already shows you how much one. we don't give a shit. Was Jurassic Park 3 just Jurassic Park 3? Yes. That's all it was called. Also, also, Jurassic World has Justice Smith in it. Let's just full circle right now. Oh, wow. The kid from Pokemon. <laughs> Jurassic Park 3. Uh, here's the reason why I defend Jurassic Park 3. I like the atmosphere of this rundown like amusement park. The dinosaur stuff, for the most part, doesn't matter. The bird cage is one of the coolest fucking ideas for anything ever. Yeah, but in that movie, a raptor talks to Alan Grant. Yeah, but it's a, it's a drugged out sequence. I know, but it's still it's funny not... to see the raptor it, talk it to is. him. And then it is funny. Alan. The theme of the movie is him talking to the raptors also, by the way. Yeah, again, not the best movie, but it's the second best in the series. I like The Lost World. I don't care what people say. I enjoyed well, that movie. Lost World was boring to me. I like that movie. You want to watch a boring The only fun. part of it I remember is the, the Uncharted part where they're on the thing that's hanging over the cliff. Oh, I yeah. I mean, that, happen, that happens in every freaking Jurassic Park movie, it seems like. You want to you be bored, watch the second half of Fallen Kingdom. Holy is shit. That the, is that uh, <clears> the... <throat> when you're saying the one that's hanging over the cliff, that's where the raptors are, right? No, the T-Rex. Yeah, I, remember, I just remember they're like trying to kick out the windows. The or bus. Are hanging. Yeah, the bus. The, the bus yeah. is hanging over. Yeah. yeah. That's when they, they had the T-Rex baby and they fixed its leg and then T-Rex has come back and knocked the thing over the ledge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, my uh, wife and I rewatched that, and I was like, God, I forgot Vince Vaughn was in this. Yep, Vince Vaughn is in that movie. Uh, yep. I don't know. It's fucking movies about dinosaurs. Um, I like dinosaurs. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the right one. Yeah, where the glass is a bre- a breaking underneath them while they're in the bus. Yeah. So I have yeah. to climb up the bus. Yeah, okay, that is a good yeah. moment, too. That's literally the only part of that movie that I remember. I remember the end. That's I, I've confused this part because it's good to be part of the first movie, the bus sequence. Um, the last part is what I remember from the they go oh, when they go to mainland. <laughs> the the T Rex is running through the city. Uh, it's like in San Diego, right? Yeah, because that's where they were going to build the new zoo. As as a kid, great. As an adult, I just go no. <laughs> Or Those movies they, were always for kids. Don't they like take over the, the world now? Who? The dinosaurs. I don't know what this new movie's about. I I think that they like just live in the world with us or something. Yeah, it's bad. Chris Pratt can fucking tame them. Everybody He's hates bad. Chris Pratt. I don't know why. He's just so mediocre and everything. I'm. A, I mean, most actors are pretty mediocre. You're right. You're right, but 
also at the same time, like, he is peak mediocrity. Well, the other thing about Chris Pratt is he's kind of a, seems like kind of a turd human being, so. Well, there is that, but, you know, let's be fair, most most of those guys are probably turd human beings. Yeah, not like him, though. Like, turd human beings to people in your private life and turd human beings because you're in a shitty, let's just say religion, I want to say cult. Um, yeah, you know. Also, I want to just <laughs> point out that uh, Chris Pratt says his Mario voice is unlike anything you've heard. <laughs> I put great on Twitter. I'm and then sure. I just... I just love your response, Wombat, considering his past voice acting. I'm guessing the voice sounds mostly like Chris Pratt with a big red hat on. It's the truth. I mean, it's the truth. Yeah. He's going to do his voice. That's, That's 100% gonna what he's going to do. Yeah. I also find and, it funny and, that so many people care. Like, I, I just. I care because, again, I, I was like, hey, the studio that deals with mostly silent protagonists, the minions, is doing a Mario movie, that's kind of a great call, because Mario and Luigi don't talk much. And then they're like, we're giving him a voice, and I go, who's it gonna be? And they're like, Chris Pratt, he's so cool, and I went, wow, that's a shitty choice. I mean, do we all love the old Super Mario Brothers cartoon? The Super I... Mario Brothers Super Show? Yeah. Oh, fuck you, Luigi. Let's let's go back and listen to some of that dialogue. You know what? Is This voice from Mario <laughs> sounds a lot better. I hope she makes a lot fucking... of spaghetti. <laughs> It's, it, that, I'd prefer that over where the fuck Chris Pratt's bringing to the table. The you spaghetti remember, thing kids. was from the CDI games. I know, I know. Okay. Remember, kids, if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, wasn't, I, that, wasn't that part of the live action sequence? Yes, that was. <laughs> Captain Lou. Remember when they dressed up in drag? Yeah. That was yes. great. That was great. That show is so good. I'm sorry. Dude, I was obsessed with the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. And then every Friday was a Zelda episode. Every Friday was a Zelda episode. Excuse me, princess. Excuse me, princess. I remember the fucking cereal, yo. Mm -hmm. Legend of Zelda, Mario cereal. I remember the song from the Nintendo cereal commercial. That's how ingrained it is in my brain. Oh, hell yeah. I have the DVDs for the Super Mario Mario Brothers 3 Adventures or whatever, which was like the follow-up. Cartoon oh, show. yeah, it wasn't nearly as good, but... It's terrible. You can watch it all on still Tubi, prefer... I think. Uh, there's a Millie Vanilli, Vanilli, Vanilli episode, but they can't play the song, so it's just some generic background music from the an earlier episode played over that. I mean... Yep. Wow. Okay. It's the licensed music, right? That happens a lot. Uh, if you watch the... Not to bring it to Constantine, but Constantine, the TV show, mm-hmm. uh, had to do that, too. They had to make up, like, fake new songs because they used licensed music when it was on television. But for DVD release, they didn't want to pay for the rights. That's the same way with Supernatural. The first season streaming doesn't have the real songs. Yeah. They don't do that no. until season two for some two. weird yeah. reason. They didn't do the carry-on. Yeah, like no, like all the songs that they play. Like, there's even a scene in season one where he puts a uh, Metallica tape in the car. Yep. And it's not and Metallica it's, that plays. It's just generic butt rock. Yeah. <laughs> like, that first season, for some reason, they couldn't get the license. But the other 14 seasons, perfectly fine. Yep. They, uh, the, oh, the Supernatural's weird because Dean was supposed to be like a metalhead, and then they changed him over to like a classic rock guy. 
uh, licensing is weird. Like the, the the whole going back to the Beavis and Butthead stuff. Like the fact they took the music videos out, and now they're back in is just. You can only picture the instead of uh, carry on my wayward son. It's just like keep on going, my prodigal child. <laughs> I mean, that'd have been better than what they did put in there. Oh no! No, it's just it's just generic crap. I mean, it's like there's no lyrics or anything. It's just, oh, yeah. that sucks. Well, at least Constantine used music with lyrics. But yeah, uh, Super Mario Brothers show. I still prefer that voice. Still prefer that voice. Whatever he's gonna do. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's all I've got for this week. If you want to tweet at us, it's at M4G Podcast. If you want to check us out on Twitter, uh, Anthony's a complacent robot. Drew's a DMA Fury. Ryan's a Wombat RP. I am at ZTGD. Also, check out Phoenix Down. Yaka's a five. First episode this week? Uh, I'm hoping so. We're going we're gonna to find out. All right. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, it's podcast at ZTGD.com. Otherwise, unless nobody has anything else, we'll get out of here. Yeah. Alrighty. And it goes something like this.